Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug, from BBS Radio in, in near Houston, Texas. I'm so glad to have you, have you all here today because the purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much better place. Oh my goodness, friends, there's so much stuff going on today, and we've got a fantastic show uh, all set up, planned out for you today. Um, during this first half hour, I'll be channeling uh, George Washington, uh, one of the founders of the United States. He has some important messages to give you all on a possible second American revolution uh, starting in mid-March uh, with the spring solstice. And he's uh, there's a uh, unfortunately, there's also a high chance uh, depending upon what the current fake government does um, of uh, turning in could be violent. I hope not, but uh, we'll go into that in a few minutes. This will be followed by a fascinating interview with a, a fellow named Samuel Chong. He's the um, uh, he's translated a book called the uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. Samuel can correct me later if he likes um, the Thea Thea. Uh, Thea Bumba um, prophecies about the history of this planet all the way going back about 1.35 million years. Now that's that's before I was born. Um, just kidding. Uh, but it goes way, 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 way back to the time when humans first arrived here. And he's got such an incredible story to tell. tell. The, the, the book is available. It's a book he translated from a Frenchman named um, Michael de, uh, de Marquez. And it's just absolutely fascinating. And what he has to say is very, very, is, is just very profound. So he'll be on after him, followed at about 1130 quarter to, uh, to 12 noon Pacific time. I'll be having on Dr. Christopher Macklin, who will talking about the new AI agenda to remove our humanity, to remove our souls and create us and, and turn us all into robots for the new world order. And I think you'll find him very interesting. Christopher is a great guy. He'll be on in a, in in about a little just under about an hour and a half from now. So I hope you enjoy today's show, my friend. Um, the purpose of this show, is, of course, is to make this world a much better and happier place. And, and we're doing it. With today's show, we should have somewhere over 1 billion uh, listeners uh, uh, worldwide and then another 550 to 600 million um, beautiful souls living off planet as well among the Pladeans, the Galactic Alliance, the Syrians, uh, the Lyrans, um, and all kinds of, and the Andromedans and all kinds of benevolent civilizations. So they like to listen to my show, I'm told, because it gives them a slice of what's going on here on the planet. And um, they don't listen, they listen to some of the mainstream media, but they don't believe anything on it, <laughs> like we do. Um, the uh, I wanted to uh, start the show off by playing... Um, um, this uh, beautiful, it's it's a 528 hertz uh, tuning fork. It's a love tuning fork. And when you hit this tuning fork on one of these crystals from Lemuria, Mount Shasta, you spread love everywhere. So I'm going to do that three times now. Okay, that's the first time. I hope you can hear it, okay? That's the frequency of love, believe it or not. Let me do it twice more. Second time. And third as well. There we go. I always I love to play these in the morning um, to raise the frequency. And if you'd like one of these, um, I think they're just $55. You can go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. You can order them there. Uh, the postage is a little bit more, but um, but you can. Uh, but I hope you I hope you enjoy it. Also, too, um, I've got my um, couple of quick things. My new book, Journey to the Other Side, has was just published about a month ago, a little more than a month ago. 
And it's a how-to book on how to talk to spirits and benevolent beings on the other side. And one thing I want to show you about the cover, if you look at this cover here, you'll see like an, this is an angel here. And I took the picture, I think it was in uh, 2017 when I was flying from Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo. And it was around about uh, 2.30 in the morning when my angels woke me up out of, out of a deep sleep on the plane. And they said, take a picture of the moon, Ted. So I did. And in, in, in this picture was this angel. You can see the little wings there. That's out of, a, uh, out of, a, um, out of an aircraft flying above the North Pacific um, about 2.30 in the morning. And that was, that was uh, one of the, it's just, it was an amazing experience, actually, in the letting me know that, uh, that they were there with me. The book itself is in colored. It's all kinds of colored pictures, including pictures of, of uh, a Sasquatch home. Um, markings left by the Sasquatch. The, um, the Sasquatch themselves are uh, very benevolent, and um, I've been in touch with them uh, since, uh, boy, um, since about 2015, uh, for the last uh, uh, seven or eight years. Um, and um, I, a lot of pictures of Mount Shasta, a lot of pictures of angels and benevolent beings that have come through. But um, I, I'm sure you'll like the book. If you'd like a copy, just... Uh, um, send me an email to out of this world 1150 and I'm happy to uh, to send it to you. Um, my old book uh, messages from the master is still available. It was published a couple of years ago and it's a book about uh, messages from Albert Einstein, um, Nostradamus, President Kennedy on our beautiful bright future and everything that they said in this book has come true so far and um, it's an incredible book. They, um, they uh, Albert Einstein actually contacted me back in February of 2015 and he said, would you write our messages down? Him, me, him and uh, President Kennedy and Nostradamus and many other great spirits. And I sure said, sure, I'd love to. It took me, took me a couple of years, but it's published now. And if you want a copy, uh, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. It's also been translated into um, German. Um, the, the German title, um, if you can see it there, is Die ganze Welt wir ein sein. On all the world was one. And it's got completely updated sections. It was published a few months ago by uh, Amra Publisher in um, publishing in, in uh, Germany. And it's written entirely in Germany, uh, in German from my friends in uh, uh, Deutschland, Österreich, and Schweiz in the middle of Europe. So I also uh, broadcast in German and in English out of Vienna, Austria, every other Monday on Radio Soul International out of Vienna, Austria. And um, if you like, please listen to that. The website for that is www.radiosoul.at. I've also expanded into uh, several other platforms. I'm now on CloudHub, uh, www.cloudhub.com. And um, if you want to listen to me there, I just have posted a bunch of a bunch of older shows there. It's kind of fun. You can listen on BBS. BBS is all my shows. Um, but you can also go to CloudHub, too, um, if you like an alternative backup uh, format, C-L-O-U-T-H-U-B. I've also just opened up a new, uh, a new platform on BitChute under Ted Mar Out of This World. I'm also on Brighteon as well as Telegram as well. So you can, you can look me up any of those places. And um, uh, it's going to be an exciting year, my friends. And um, the things are really, really turning. I, there's so much going on. It's hard to um, keep up with, with, it, with everything. But uh, I guess the elephant in the room, um, the thing that people are talking about more and more often now, of course, is the, um, the shot injuries and deaths. Um, in the United States alone, conservatively, um, since the uh, shot program rolled out, uh, I guess it was, must have been about a year and a half, two years ago now, 
um, there's been a conservative estimate of 44 million um, passed away. That's just from the shots, and that's only until August of last year. They haven't counted in the numbers from August to the present. Um, the number of people, uh, you know, getting sick and dead and dying uh, from the from the uh, from the shots is just overwhelming at this point, and it's even getting to the point where mainstream media is having a hard time ignoring it because they're like the newscasters for many networks have died right on on television. Um, other sports figures, of course, have have uh, passed away. Um, I um, uh, in the news just a couple days ago. Um, uh, Marie, uh, uh, Lisa Marie uh, Presley, the daughter of Elvis Presley, uh, passed away a couple days ago. Heart attack, 54 years old, young lady, uh, relatively young, and um, so sad to see that see that happen. Um, but we are getting help. The um, our Pleiadian brothers and sisters are increasing um, the frequency of, of vibrations to planet Earth here, and they've been doing that. They've been sending positive vibrational uh, energies to planet Earth since November 2018. And um, that's had an effect. And it's had an effect of two things, raising consciousness. So we make better choices about the ascension and make better choices to create a better and happier world and helping people heal as well. Um, the the shots themselves, even if you've taken the shots, it's the end. It's it's a, they are a death sentence only if you don't ask for help. Um, but um, uh, we have a very, um, uh, 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 a very loving and kind um, supreme being, and if you ask for help, um, uh, God will heal you. I know God will heal you. I have a, a sheet of remedies, a free sheet of remedies. If you're interested, uh, they're not only good for the shots as well, but also shedding as well. Um, and people ask me, what what is shedding? Shedding is from people who who've taken the shot. Um, they're turned into a. Um, a bioweapons factory where they exude the spike proteins and the um that can make you very sick that stuff can make you very very sick so if you need help uh there's some simple home remedies you can do that i've written up like nine eight or nine different pages of sheets um with um with it oh my my guest here samuel's early but i'll have him come in and i'll just make my introductions here hold on here there's there's Samuel coming on. Anyway, if you'd like a copy, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 uh, at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to send you a copy. It's free, and there's no charge. Um, the um, I also will be going back to... Um, um, hey, Samuel, I'll be with you in just a minute, my friend. Yeah, just a minute. Um, I'll be going back to uh, Mount Shasta uh, this year at the end of, um, end of June, at the end of August. Uh, this last year, I went to Shasta. And it was an incredible experience. Um, everyone who went on the trip got a healing. Uh, there was a lady, for example, who had uh, a, a guy who had diverticulitis, um, problems with his colon and intestine for years, completely healed up. Um, uh, another, another woman, a nurse, had scoliosis in her spine. She'd been on painkillers for decades. She was sick of it. And um, she got a healing as well. So the scoliosis completely healed now. Another woman, uh, who'd had uh, Lyme's disease for over 20 years, completely healed up. Um, uh, th- uh, another lady uh, who was blind in one eye, uh, we, we, we asked for help. We, what we do, for, we do spiritual healing. Um, and uh, we sit in a circle. We go to a vortex uh, in the Mount Shasta area, and we're directed by the angels and Adama to um, help people, and they come in and um, they can, and help heal people. And another lady had two cataracts removed, both of her eyes gone within within a day, two days, I think two days it took for that. And um, 
I have seen some absolute miracles there happen, but there's a couple of requirements. You have to be open to it and um, be in a positive mood. If you're negative, you can stop the healing and nothing will occur. But I've seen some incredible, uh, uh, incredible healings. There's also uh, uh, pe two people had their hearing restored um, at Mount Shasta last year. Um, now we had some, there were some pro issues there uh, regarding uh, negative entities who were trying to interrupt the trip, but we survived and uh, we're going back this year. And if you'd like to come, um, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. That's outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Uh, it's more than just registering to come. You have to be approved by the Pleiadians and the Telosians and Adama. Um, most people are able to come. They just All they require is that you have good intentions, be a positive, um, upbeat framework, and don't be negative about things and have no doubts. Um, and there are there have been uh, cases uh, last year where we had agents from a three-letter agency try to come on the trip to disrupt things, and they were excluded. And um, uh, But I'm, I'm able to read minds um, and go over these people pretty well. I also have to, you have to get approval from Adama and the Pleiadians before you come. Most people, again, can come, but there are some negatives out there we don't allow. But if you'd like to come, uh, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And I know you'll have a fantastic time. Mount Shasta is a wonderful place. A lot of high vibrations there. And I think you'd really enjoy it. At some point later this year, I also will be traveling to Peru. Peru is a beautiful place. I'll be going to Machu Picchu, um, Cusco, the Sacred Valley. Uh, also, we'll be going to the Nazca Lines on the coast of Peru, as well as um, the Paracas area, where there's actually a museum of hybrid human hybrid skulls um, that are really, really interesting to see if you're interested. Uh, Peru is a beautiful country. Um, the Incas themselves um, were, uh, the Incas came from Atlantis originally. Uh, from a group of people called the Incao, I-N-C-A-A-L. And when they came to um, Peru at the end, when Atlantis was destroyed 12,000 or 12,500 years ago, um, the, eventually the, the A-L dropped at the, at the end of their name. And so instead of being the Incao, they became the Inca. And um, their religion, their uh, system of government and everything was originally from Atlantis. So there's a, you feel that energy. Actually, when you fly into Cusco, um, your, your energy is like in the fourth dimension. You feel lighter and happier. Um, there, and there was a time, there was a place we went to last, um, about two years ago, the last time I was there, to a place called, uh, it was next to Lake Titicaca, uh, to a very sacred area. And it actually contains a portal to the hollow earth. And um, uh, my friend Tom from New Jersey was with us. And he went up and when we got out of our car, this van we'd rented to go there, we could hear his children singing. And I thought, we th we all thought in, in my group that that there was another church group there and there was must have been kids or something. So we walked around, we couldn't find any children, but we could continue to hear these, these children singing. And we realized it was from Agartha, the hollow earth. They were singing to us, welcoming us to this to this area. And um, there's a there's a portal there we discovered where um, it's like there's a chair built into the side of this red uh, red rock where you can sit there and meditate and go into other worlds and other dimensions. And my friend Tom took his hand and he could he pressed it on the rock and this rock suddenly became like jello. We could push it right through the rock and then the rock became translucent and he could see into the rock 
into a city in the hollow earth in, in Agartha. Um, that was a pretty amazing experience. We also saw Sasquatch at that trip, uh, a couple of condors flying overhead, a very magical place. Uh, we're probably, we will be going back there. Uh, the, I'd like to go back there this year again. And um, it's next to Lake Titicaca. It's a very magical and special area. I hope you can come. Um, for more information, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at, at gmail.com. Um, I expect the, there's a lot of uh, problems right now, a lot of turmoil in Peru because they've gone through, I think, seven or eight different presidents uh, in two years. But I think things will be better by the time we go later this year. I hope you can come. Um, anyway, also, finally, and I want to lead into Samuel, my friend Samuel Chong here in a minute on this. I'll be having my ninth or eighth. Yeah, I guess it's my ninth annual Galactic Wisdom Conference. It will be um, March 18th and 19th. It'll be done by Zoom. And uh, Samuel will be one of my speakers there. He'll be talking about his work um, on the Thea, Thea uh, Uba uh, prophecies. And I'm sure he can pronounce that word better than I can. But um, anyway, uh, it's a, he's got a lot of fascinating things to say. We'll be going over that in, in just a few minutes. Before we start, I, I do want to channel some messages from uh, George Washington. And if we could, Don, I, I sent you an email. Uh, Don, I hope you got it okay, with a picture of uh, John F. Kennedy. And then a picture of uh, George Washington, if you wouldn't mind uh, showing the picture of John F. Kennedy first. Thanks so much. And then I'll, I'll channel some messages uh, from uh, President Washington, and then we'll go on to Samuel here as we're waiting. Thanks. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. President Kennedy said when he was president, the cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose, and that is the path of surrender or submission. So the cabal is underestimated, has underestimated the people here in the United States and elsewhere that we do love our freedom here and we're going to stand in a necessary fight for it. I'm not advocating violence, but uh, President Washington uh, has said that um, um, that we will be starting 100% chance of a second American Revolution starting in middle of March or sooner this year because of all the crap we've been putting up to. Our institutions, he said, basically are starting to fall apart. We can't rely upon the Supreme Court to rule in the people's favor after they threw out the election case um, a couple days ago on Monday. Um, many, he said, many state governors and and even Congress now is in the, is in the pockets of a what is called the deep state, who acts in, they do not act for the American people. They act instead for a tyrannical cabal who wants to enslave and um, and control us. President Kennedy is telling me now that we've, we, we're here, our destiny is to create a beautiful and happy planet, our harmonious and peaceful society on this planet. And he still wants America to be the, the light beacon of the world, not one for the World Economic Forum, not one for tyranny and oppression, not, war for, not one for a war in Ukraine, which nobody wants, um, but a, a world of peace and freedom and harmony. And we are building that now. In spite of all the challenges, we are winning, he said. And um, this is where um, George Washington comes in. If we could show a picture of George Washington, uh, Don, real quick. Thanks, my friend. Um, George Washington is a wonderful fellow. I speak with him frequently on the other side. And um, um, he, there, there's a book out called The Spiritual Journey of, of George Washington, which I got um, recently. And um, he had rules of civility which he would keep when dealing with even with the with the uh with fighting the british back in the in 1776 um and he he believed in rules of ethica um, of of uh, be ethical in war 
and um, he he said that um, the U.S. Uh, came into existence as a nation, and and if the if their citizens are not completely happy, the fault shall entirely be their own. Isn't that an interesting uh, comment? So it's up to us to make this world uh, a better and, and happier place. And uh, he's quite concerned about the uh, lack of any accountability um, for what's been going on right now. Um, he he, uh, he can't stand Biden. He thinks it's entirely a fake government. Um, you look at the um, the elections of most recent election, look at Arizona, he says it's just completely fraudulent. And if we can't have a full, a full and free election, we, did, we can't we can't choose our own destiny. We're all just under the control of tyrants. And he wants us all to be happy because the U.S. was established as a nation to to be, be a, a beacon of light for the rest of the world. And um, he's he's there supporting us and his energies around. I, f I feel him um, a lot of uh, many times now, not only President Washington, but also Presidents uh, uh, Jefferson, uh, John Quincy Adams, Abraham Lincoln, um, President Kennedy. Um, I uh, have a, a lot of respect for these people. They they um, they. A lot. Sometimes they, they it costs their life. President Kennedy cost his life in trying to make this world uh, a better place. Um, but um, they are with us now, and they're closely watching to see what we do um, to create a better and 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 beautiful, more beautiful planet. Um, president uh, Kennedy is here now, and he said that he's never stopped being our president. He's always um, been fighting ever since they he was murdered by the cabal back in on uh, June uh, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. He's been working tirelessly for world peace, and he's still doing that uh, uh, right now as we speak. So both President Kennedy and, and George Washington say Godspeed to, to all of us. Godspeed is an 18th century term. Um, and when he first, when President Washington first uh, told me that, I thought, oh, that's 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 not a term I heard every, I hear every day, but it's a it's a late 18th century term. One thing that um, Presidents Washington and uh, Jefferson and Kennedy are all telling me, and Quincy Adams too, are all telling me, and Abe Lincoln, he said, they said, they all say that if you look at the astrological charts, all of the planets are configured in, configured in exactly the same way as it was in 1776, actually from the, from the time of 17, 1775, 1776, all the way through um, 18, the, uh, the turn of the uh, 19th century, 1805, 1807, um, all those planets had the same configuration back then as they do now. And the, so the energies for a, uh, a revolution are all present and they are starting to boil over as people, as more and more people realize that people are dying suddenly from this shop program. And it's more than that. It's, it's tyranny, it's freedom. It's the new 15 minute city that's just been announced that they, that the world economic forum wants to force through on everybody. In other words, you'll be able to walk. 15 minutes from your home or bicycle and not beyond that. And you'll be enslaved to a system. And the, the second thing they're doing, of course, is a new digital currency, um, in which case um, there's about three or four different categories. If you're part of the so-called common class, you can only have a maximum of $1,000 in your digital currency account. You can only spend a maximum of $50 per day and you are basically a slave. A second class they have is called a sovereign class. And if you're part of this sovereign class, the elite class, there's no amount of money you have. You can have an unlimited amount of money and spend an unlimited amount of money as well. 
That's the new kind of class distinctions that they're, 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 they're planning now for the world to enslave us. It will not be successful according to President Washington and President uh, Kennedy. Um, but I want everyone to remain strong and, and know that this is what they're cooking up for us. Uh, the current government, according to President Washington, is completely fake. Um, and he can't figure out why more people haven't uh, stood up in the past to it. Maybe he said that um, we've become too complacent in this country. Um, we can't trust um, anything you hear out of the main news media because that's that's controlled by uh, a tyrannical forces as well. This is why alternative news shows, alternative media like mine and BBS um, have become so popular because people want the truth. They're tired of getting lied to. Um, the um, um, our, our freedoms, not only for ourselves and our children, and our children's children are at stake. And and I'm really looking forward to talking to Samuel here in about one minute because uh, Samuel has a perspective from his his research and this book he'll be talking about um, going back over a million years as to what's happened on this planet. And we can we can learn from the from the lessons of history and um, um, but it's, it's on one hand, it's a difficult time to be alive. And on the other hand, it's a very exciting time to be alive, alive because the possibilities, the good possibilities to create a beautiful and happy planet are, are exponential. Um, but um, George Washington and President Kennedy is, are all both wishing you Godspeed today. And he's, they both said, stand up for freedom. Don't be afraid of asserting your rights. Um, the, 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 the U.S. Supreme Court has its problems. He says that they were threatened. Um, in the mo in their most recent decision, not not to throw out the elections, um, but they wanted to, but they were all threatened. Um, if they did, they they were threatened with uh, getting killed, so they didn't. Um, but that's too bad because a lot of institutions are are falling apart here in the United States and elsewhere. And where else are people going to do? Because as President Kennedy said, when um, when tyrants make uh, peaceful protest impossible in um, a violent revolution becomes inevitable he actually said that back in 1963 so we're seeing that today you can only push people so far like in canada um a year ago with the truckers they all stood up and they and they made a difference in canada um canada of course they've taken away their guns uh, which is too bad but they do have their trucks in the united states we're lucky we still have the second amendment and many people are armed and i think it's going to get to the point where people will have to take matters into their own hands i'm not advocating violence but uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But I urge everyone not to be a sheeple, but stand up for your rights. With that, I'd like to introduce my good friend, Samuel Chong. Samuel, how are you doing there today, my friend? I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me here again. Oh, it's good to see you. Good to see you. I had I had Samuel on my um, on my uh, uh, German show in Vienna, Austria last Monday. And I know all my listeners in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland really enjoyed listening to him. So... Um, well, Samuel, tell me a little bit about your background and um, how to and 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 this and this prophecy book that you that you like to talk about. It's a fascinating read, by the way. Well, I work in Los Angeles as a Chinese translator and a certified court interpreter. So okay. a few years ago, I accidentally found this book on Amazon uh, when it was selling very expensively back then. So I checked it out from a local library through their interlibrary loan services and I was shocked at the content because it made every sense to me and resonate to all the knowledge that I had uh, previously and it unveils, unveils um, all the secrets that I was uh, always uh, puzzled about for uh -huh. example the uh, Great Pyramid of Egypt um, 
why it was built and for what purposes, what happens in the Bermuda Triangle, and also why like there are some stories in the Bible that just uh, don't seem to make sense. Uh, and this book answers all my questions in addition that it provides a lot of uh, EP technologies that can actually help us, mm -hmm. that we can apply to in our daily lives. Right, right. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. What did, what did they say? I mean, there's so many directions we can go. What did they say about the pyramids, Samuel? What did they say about pyramids? They, they say that the Great Pyramid of Egypt is actually an energy center, energy tool that uh -huh. the uh, ancient Egyptians uh, used to capture cosmic energy so that they could use the Great Pyramid to communicate with people on other planets. They could also explore the parallel universe and make rain from the pyramid. And and it was actually built about 17,000 years ago by a very wise uh, person called Thoth. And he was originally from Atlantis. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. I, I know I, I was alive during the Atlantean periods when the when Atlantis imploded itself about 12,000, 13,000 years ago. And there were uh, there was a group of light workers, including myself, Samuel. I think you may have been among them too. We tried to stop the madness back then from a military and um, civilian cult or, or cabal, if you will, who wanted to control the whole planet. And they and they tried to control it with nuclear and crystalline technology, and ended up blowing the whole planet up. And many of those, I think, many of those same spirits and souls are back here again today, and they're trying to do the same thing. So this, it's like a Shakespearean play where we're Atlantis 2.0, Samuel, where we're all playing these same roles again. But this time we're winning, which is a good thing. And I think it's important um, uh, for those of you, uh, for those people out there for humanity to know the past so that we, we can, we don't make the same mistake again. Um, because those who ignore the lessons of history are doomed to repeat it. Um, that's not my quote, but some from uh, somebody famous in the 19th century. But um, but it's fascinating. I've also been told that when it, just before Atlantis destroyed itself, Samuel, that um, the records of Atlantis were put in three locations. First location was at the Sphinx in, in Egypt in a higher dimension so that they're only accessible when we raise our, our vibrations and raise our consciousness to the point where we can open up the information in these rocks. A second set is at Bimini in the, in near, um, near the Baham, in the Bahamas. Third set is in the Yucatan Peninsula. But anyway, that's what, that's what I'd heard. But please continue about the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you said about the, the Sphinx of Egypt is very interesting because Michel de Marquet received a telepathic message from Tao, um, the, uh, ETs extraterrestrials from Athiuba, that when time is right, the three chambers of uh, beneath the Sphinx could be opened by people only when we are ready, so that everything will be known when, when they're opened. So this is one, one thing that he didn't write in the book, but was allowed to talk about it. And, I see. Yeah. I see. Fascinating. Yeah. So yeah. That's a, uh, that matches your description as well. Um, we, the other... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. The other, the other interesting uh, description in the book is about the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, it says that uh, the Bermuda Triangle is actually a warp, or like a portal, uh, to a parallel universe where, like, the ships and planes got stuck into when they're close to that portal, warp, 
Um, and in、right. a parallel universe, time stops, and people don't feel hunger or pain or、mm-hmm. thirst, and and just just uh people just um stuck there, got stuck there, and unless they know how to get out. Well, I, I had heard about um Nazi、uh, German U-boats in World War Two, which had gotten stuck in the Bermuda Triangle, and they're still there.、Mm. And it's like、um, sometimes they'll come out. You'll see them fleetingly, and then they'll go back in. It's like they don't know how to control the energies, and that's that's actually left over from.、Um, is that the same thing as an antimatter weapon? I've heard there's also an antimatter weapon as well in Bermuda Triangle, but I'm not sure whether that's the same thing we're talking about or different technology. Probably not the same thing. It's a different technology. Antimatter、yeah. guns、um, are used. Uh, on the spaceship, when they were traveling at a very fast speed, a few times faster than the speed of light, right? So right. they had to destroy the、uh, space dusts and also small、uh, comets or asteroids, and in order to travel at that kind of speed. So, so this is something to consider when we are traveling space, when we are ready, when we explore the space, that、uh, we have to have、uh, antimatter guns in place before we are able to do that. Um. That's very interesting because when the Plebeians travel from their base in Alcone, they have a they have a military and civilian base there、um, to planet Earth. They they're they're traveling. They go through a worm, wormhole and they travel four hundred and sixty four point two four light years.、Mm-hmm. And there's something about the physics of the of the of the wormhole where they apparently they don't run into. Well, wait a minute. They said that they they are on guard for、uh, any objects, and they use the same kind of technology to shoot to clear it out. Because if they don't, they'd be <laughs> they wouldn't、yeah. be around. <laughs> so you know, this is something that、uh, science fiction writers should note that if you're traveling at a very fast speed, you have to be able to、um, prevent that from happening. Right. Exactly. So, I don't see any science fiction writers、uh, writing about the antimatter guns <laughs> during space travel. <laughs> so that's that's the. Well,、thing. I just got a message, Samuel, that there are some out there, and they're listening. They're taking notes today, <laughs> 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 so they can take notes, and that's good. <laughs>、yeah. so、this is something about a book. The book、uh, cannot be made up because it's written by a landscaper, a farmer in Australia,、uh-huh. who didn't have any college education. Who、right. didn't know how to type until、um, I mean, even even until his passing, he still didn't know how to type, and,、uh-huh. and he he、uh-huh. used the traditional ways of communications when he was trying to convey messages to me, and so it's just a、uh, so interesting that such a person could write a book that puzzles or maybe enlightens、uh, so many people. I've got some notes I took I wrote out、um, on your book. And、um, that's why I was、uh, down looking at. I have a second computer here. I was looking at from my notes, and I've got them now.、Um, and uh, uh, I think it's amazing. It's so imp- your work is so important to get this out to the to humanity. And the more people who who find out about what they said is is, is the better. There was a section in the book.、Um, what what I like about the book, it's written sort of like a like a novel, but then.、Um, Um, every, I don't know. It can be every,、uh, sometimes every other page, sometimes every every fifteen to ten pages. He comes through with some extremely profound、um, things about about what we went through before on this planet,、mm-hmm. and things that we can learn from now. 
And um, one of those, um, which I thought was fascinating, was um, about how, let me get this here. Um, uh, some of us, unfortunately, are rather, um, um, some people in our civilization are rather smug about how advanced we are now. Yeah. And and he said he said uh, written in his book from these from these benevolent ETs that um, let me get it here here we go uh, most of the most of the people on planet Earth consider themselves to be highly advanced this is on page I believe it's on page uh, one thirteen uh, rather their their cultures are decadent uh, from their leaders and so called um, elite classes the whole system is distorted. And you look at our current fake government and the so-called World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab, whose father, by the way, was an ardent Nazi and used concentration camp inmates for his factory in, in World War II. Um, but um, um, the, they had a lot of messages in, in there, um, which, which I thought was interesting, too. A lot of things that go on this planet doesn't sit right with me doesn't sit right with a lot of people. Um, and what he wrote in his book, too, that the worst thing humans can do is take away the free will of somebody else. And they've done that through the through the shop program in on this planet. And so many people now are dying. Tens of millions of people are dying now. And it's like, it's okay. Nobody, it's like the United States and other countries have become a culture of death, a death culture, far worse than anything in Nazi Germany in World War II. Or it's okay. People die all the time, right? People, you know, and, and, and where's the outrage? Why don't people speak up? I, I don't understand it, frankly, but. Yeah, it also puzzles me a lot. You know, um, we are trying to tell people uh, what happens after they got a shot. And, and some people believe it. Some people still don't. I try to say I work with a lot of lawyers and doctors and in every possible way, I try to convey the messages. Look at the evidence. Look at what's really happening around the world. Right. And Right. Just around you, like, and and some people uh take the message as um, um kind of advice. Some people just question, where did you get the evidence? Where did you get the information? Where, uh, who are you? What's your credential? Are you a doctor? Are you a medical doctor? Some people question like that. They don't realize that as a Chinese translator, I have access to certain information from Chinese whistleblowers that normally some people don't have access to or pay attention to. So um, it's just that I think it's just the uh, level of um, evolution or the, um, what they say, the spiritual advancement of a person, whether a person has uh, this kind of intuitive feelings towards certain things. Right. Um, and I think uh, those who don't, who are not intuitive enough are going to be eliminated um, uh, in a very, very uh, unfortunate way. Uh, I don't want that to happen. I really want everyone to wake up. It's right. just that um, sometimes I'm a little bit puzzled as well, and just why some people don't take the evidence seriously. Well, you know, you've got a whole generation of people who've grown up on the iPhone now and a television, and they're brainwashed. You know, the, the signal from a television set is at 60 hertz per second. And that's below um, the below the conscious level. It's in the subconscious. So when you see images or a movie on television, for example, a program, and the mainstream media is lying to you about all kinds of things, 
um, it comes in below the conscious levels, so people don't have an answer, don't have a way to really fight it in their head. There's no discussion. It's all one way you're being dumped on, and so no wonder people end up being programmed. You know, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, you it's made unfortunate. a very good point because I know some religious uh, rituals they focus on the uh, on the subconscious level in order for people to be religious uh, fervent or uh, eager believers. So. I think uh, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah. So that's why people need to learn how to meditate and to avoid being brainwashed at a subconscious level. And the right. subconscious mind is actually the most powerful mind in the world. Right, right, right. Well, there's a whole program now called the MK Ultra program that's used by a three-letter agency where they intentionally brainwash people and control their minds. I run into people like that. They're very dangerous. They can hypnotize you without even you know it, knowing it. I'm not going to mention any names, but there are people who do practice that. And, um, well, you know, yeah. If you don't mention, I'm going to mention another book that I translated from German into English. It's a book about the autobiography of the highest chair of a secret society that was founded in Germany. And I was um, reading, I was. Um, doing some research on how to read auras, how to see auras using naked eyes. And I found this forum that talked about this book. So I decided to check it out. And it, it actually reveals uh, the rituals and the secrets uh, of that secret society uh, using astrology, a special form of astrology, and also numerology to predict what's going to happen in the future. They also use some kind of mind control and rituals to gain more energy uh, from other people. And actually, it talks about um, why the author is revealing everything, uh, revealing the secrets without naming names, is that um, in, in the year 2001, before he disappeared, he discovered that um, there was another person in the organization that was having stronger supernatural powers than him, but who was uh, very kind of... Um, uh, evil and and have a devilish mind uh -huh. he really well, couldn't control that person anymore this um this book was it was it called 330 uh what was it called 338,000 lies uh 334 34 okay lies. yeah <laughs> guess what guess what book i ordered last night <laughs> that's the book i wrote it down last time i finally i ordered it last night so uh, <laughs> We'll have an interesting discussion later about that. Well, um, by the way, I want to tell everybody, uh, Samuel will be one of my keynote speakers at my Galactic Wisdom Conference on uh, March 18th and 19th. It's by Zoom, and it's the cost. If you if you pre-register before February 18th, it's just $50 for the whole conference, which is, I think, a good deal, and you'll be able to watch it. And also, you'll, you'll be able to listen to it later, too, as much as you want. Um, but I did order the book last night. Thank you for telling me about that, Samuel. Yeah, so. so when you really want to learn the secrets of the secret societies, if you want to gain supernatural powers, if you really want to know how they perform the rituals and how to gain the knowledge, if you really want to know the knowledge, I think there are only two books you need to read without joining the secret societies. Okay. One, the first one will be the Theoda Prophecy. This book, uh -huh. and the second book will be the 334,000 lies. And, and you don't need to be enslaved by the secret societies if you just read the two books and gain, at the same time, gain the knowledge that they have. <laughs> so I this see. Is a very expensive way to, to get a shortcut uh, of their knowledge.
Interesting. So there's a second book in addition to the book called 334,000 Lies? The Field of Prophecy is the one that reveals. Oh, that one, of course. Yeah, that's a good book. Yeah, that's yeah. an excellent book. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, thank you for sending that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to go back a little bit. I want to read another quote from, from your book, uh, from the book, Mikkel's book. They write, um, when millions of people are sent to the ga gas chamber simply because they're Jewish, this is World War II, um, the murderers cannot pride themselves in being a uh, civilized people. Um, and when they do, they have fallen low lower than the title of, of being mere criminals, which I thought was fascinating. And it's the same thing in this country now worldwide. How can anybody from the CDC or our agencies like the FDA claim that these shots are, quote, safe and effective when we've got tens of millions of people dying from it so far since last year? And millions more. Lisa Marie Presley just died a couple days ago from heart attack after taking the Pfizer shots. And I want everyone to say some prayers for her now um, because she's passed on the other side. I've actually, I've actually spoke to her this morning and last night on the other side. I've been a psychic for uh, almost 30 years. That's what I do. I contact spirits on the other side. And she's, she said that she would have never, ever taken it if the media in this in the United States had had given out the information to make her aware that it was so dangerous because that's what they, they love to control. And um, it's not been an easy path to speak truth. Um, but um, President Kennedy had a lot to say about that as well. But uh, um, has this, from your experience reading the book, what, has this happened on other planets as well? The control factor of a, of a developing civilization where negatives come in and they try to control the information and control the people on the planet? Yes. Uh, uh, another planet uh, where Archie lived, there was a kind of totalitarian regime in which everything was controlled by the government. Mm -hmm. It only took four people from that planet to change the government. Um, during a period of time so that uh, everything went for the better. Only uh -huh. four people through nonviolent protests, nonviolent resistance. So if you read the book of the Uba Prophecy, they took great efforts of bring in, bringing in Archie to speak to Michelle de Marquet, the author, and to explain how they changed their country just by collective efforts uh, in a concerted fashion. Mm -hmm. So only like 20 people died in the entire process and all the people benefited from the um, from the change. Um, so if you read the description and if people just want to get a general idea, uh, it's actually basically very similar to what Gandhi did in India and also what uh, Martin Luther King was uh, promoting, which is a peaceful protest, nonviolent mm -hmm. resistance. Um, and if you really think about it, if we do everything together in a concerted fashion, we, the poor people, would lose very little. The wealthy, the power that is currently controlling everything, they would lose the most because um, they're enslaving us for their benefit. Without us, they don't benefit anymore. So they have to cater to our wishes and, cave, uh, and just, well, yeah. Well, as, as a concrete example, Mahatma Gandhi just came in now, and I, I do talk to him from time to time. And he said he, he was just one man against the entire British Empire, the most powerful, for, one of the most powerful countries in the world at the time. And yet he was able to kick them out of India in 1947. Just by, he was, he was working with the whole country of India. 
at the time, but he was just one man, he said, and he, look what he was able to do. President Kennedy, the same thing, he was just one person. Look at all the good things he did, you know, so, so never think that, uh, um, that you're just one person because you all, we all have tremendous, powerful spiritual abilities to make this world a better place. People complain right now that, um, that the Biden and, and the, our corrupt Congress in the United States here has sent so much money, over $100 billion right now. We, nobody knows where it went to. It just sent there. Um, that they can't pay our regular army uh, personnel this month. They can't pay National Guard because we've run over the budget. Um, this is this is just insanity at its height. And what if, for example, people, all the people in America stood up to this nonsense? What if the dock workers in New York, for example, said, no, we're not shipping any more uh, they just shipped 900 tanks to um, to Poland to be transported to Ukraine. And if the workers on the dock all refused, they struck. They went on strike. Said, "No, we're not going to transport these military weapons to the Ukraine for the war." Um, what if people refuse to follow the orders of the fake President Biden because he has he's not the president? What if the our military said, "No, we're not going to take any more shots. Um, you're not going to kill us anymore." And they all, everyone at the same time, refuse. They wouldn't be able to stop us. There's an example in June of 19. Um, it was June of 1942 when uh, the Nazis tried to get all the school teachers in Denmark to teach Nazi doctrine to all elementary school kids, little kids. Every single teacher refused, yet not one teacher went to a concentration camp because there were too many of them. If we have that kind of unison now, we just say, no, Biden, you're a fake president. No, the U.S. military, we're not going to follow your, your, your fascist dictatorial um, uh, orders to have a, a, try to get a nuclear war going in the Ukraine. We're not going to do it. They couldn't stop us. They, we have the power. They don't. And uh, people have to remember that. And I think that's the inspirational thought for today, actually. Instead of complaining about, do something about it. I'm not advocating violence, but Mahatma Gandhi said that that could be very effective for helping people. That's right. Action is the key. Nonviolence is the key. Right. Protest and resistance is the key. So the three have to come together. Right. Right. Well, um, you know, I... um, People have to um, take responsibility for their own. Maybe that's the spiritual lesson for all of us. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, when things, um, I'm an economist, I study economy uh, and also economics and, and financial markets and financial analysis. Uh-huh. I see that there are going to have a lot of uh, turmoil in the financial markets down the road in the next few months or so. Yeah. So people need to be prepared and need to get ready, a uh, mental readiness to really act on the situations that are going to um, affect them um, in financial sense. So they, the best way is to uh, resist in a nonviolent way against uh, everything that's um, uh, extremely unreasonable. Um, for example, I mean, the central banks printed so much money and, and just right. think of who, own, who owns the central banks. Right, right. I think we're going to have some um, difficult times coming um, because of that. I mean, they, they haven't, and it's like everybody is, it seems like they're asleep, but maybe that's, maybe those, that's the role of this show and your work too. And my work is to wake people up as to what's really, uh, really going on. So, um, What happens is that uh, about two or two years ago or so, um, according to the Chinese whistleblower, blower, uh, who attended uh, a meeting of the um, 
the powerful families. And he learned that uh, they, the families of uh, Rockefeller and and uh, and the other families, they sold all their shares on the financial markets, all the stocks. Really? No trust funds. Mm-hmm. So when they sold everything already and, and the smaller shareholders are like people like us, uh, we should uh, take note and really to um, use that as a sign that they're going to act um, like through the central banks to tighten the monetary supply, which means a financial crash that's going to happen in the future. Um, right. Very right. Soon. So people need to be prepared. And if I were you, I would take everything out of from the market. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's true. You know what? In your book, I've got to read, I got to read this to you. Um, um, the real dangers on earth, they say, uh, this is, uh, I think, believe page 119, is um, in order of importance are first, uh, money. So that's a danger. Second, politicians. <laughs> mm-hmm. Third, ju- uh, journalists and drugs. And fourth, religions. And um, it, um, which is just, just fascinating. Um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, there are a lot of like the first, the first, the most important danger is definitely money. Look at uh, all the uh, effective ways to treat certain diseases through natural means, through right. the color, through the use of different medicinal herbs, through the different kinds of um, um, gifts given by nature, like sunlight, sunshine. Right, and right. They're all suppressed by the special interest groups, especially, mm-hmm. um, I like to mention that in the 1920s, Color therapy or chromotherapy was really popular and effective in the U.S. back then. But mm-hmm. when the pharmaceutical companies discovered uh, antibiotics, they suppressed the effective right. treatment using colors. That's using right. Colorful lights. And this is just one small example. And also people like Anthony William, the medical medium, also tries to promote different dietary um, regimes in order to combat different diseases. And he was right. actually um, accused of uh, promoting pseudoscience. And it's just uh, people need to wake up and to see who is telling the truth. Right, right. I agree. Well, you know, you know, uh, I'm sure you know Dr. Emoto. Um, uh, this is a book, a little, it's actually a children's book, but this message is from water, where he showed that if you send positive thoughts to a glass of water, you'll create these beautiful water crystals like this one here. And he, he was, when he was alive, he passed away in October of 14, but when he was alive, Samuel, um, he was attacked. And I think even now there are some goofy scientists out there stuck in third dimension who don't look at all the dimensions and I cannot believe what he did, but his, his work was proven scientifically. I mean, it does work and thoughts are things, especially in the higher dimensions. Um, but, um, yeah. One one best way is to really to use water as a carrier of positive energy and positive information and light. Put water under sunlight. um, Stay there, put it there for about 30 or 40 minutes, and then put your positive thoughts into the water and use it as a carrier and to drink it. um, It makes a wonderful effect to your health and well-being. So I, I do that all the time. There's, a, there's an important scientific principle uh, that says that birds of a feather flock together. So that if you have positive high vibrational water, if you drink it, that'll raise your vibration as well. So, um, yeah. Exactly. And there are a lot of different technologies that people can incorporate. Right. Uh, very inexpensively, uh, very cheaply. 
to right. their in their lives and to benefit um, themselves and also for their family members too. Right. Um, the prophecy actually tells a lot of uh, such ET technologies that people can actually incorporate to mm-hmm. help themselves and uh, their friends and family members. Right. And I think uh, if they're interested, they can uh, check the book out. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk a little bit, if you don't mind. The first part of the book talks about the different races on this planet mm-hmm. and how they got started. And they talk about um, the, the black race and the yellow race. Mm-hmm. And their history and they also talk a little bit about how the aborigines in australia got started mm-hmm. which I, I i'll let you talk about i can't remember all the details but something about a nuclear war or something and they were survivors who escaped to australia they've been there for like 40 or fifty thousand years a long time but there's an ancient history regarding the different races on this planet if you wouldn't mind explaining a little bit about that i know it's a big topic but right well um the uh, original inhabitants on earth all came from other planets the black right. people and yellow people originally came from a planet called uh, Bacaratini. they moved that's to, right uh, they moved that's to, right yeah they yeah. moved to earth about 1.35 million years ago because the the planet Bacaratini was cooling down at its core so a planet cools down at its core, it loses the um, ability to capture right. atmosphere because it loses the electromagnetic forces. Right, right. So, so it becomes like a, 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 like a desert. Um, so they had to move, um, and they did. Um, and, and black people and yellow people learned through mistakes in their past uh, to live peacefully and harmoniously with each other on, on Earth. And they help each other throughout history. So, for example, when the blacks um, had um, yellow fever, and the yellow people uh, good at uh, developing vac- like uh, a uh, vaccine, and they helped, they gave it to the black people, and so everyone benefited. So, not all vaccines are dangerous. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it depends what your purpose is. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's right. True. yeah, right. So, right. so, and then uh, the the Caucasians came afterwards. And the Jewish people came actually the latest, about uh, 12,000 years ago, from a different planet of a different category called uh, Hebra. And there are a total of nine different categories of planets in the universe. Earth is a category one planet, and uh, Theoba is a category nine planet. And so, so we're so we're in we're in uh, elementary school here, yes. um, and we haven't quite gotten to high school yet, but. Right. And, and and Hebra, that planet um, that the Hebrews uh, lived, uh, uh-huh. was actually a Category Three planet. Uh-huh. Well, so they they came here and uh, of a different. They kind of lived on uh, supposedly like a lower grade of uh, category of planet. So they encountered a lot of uh, jealousy, hatred, and difficulties in adapting with the, the other people on Earth. This is what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And we 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 really should respect uh, Jewish people and and not to have any discrimination against them, not to have any jealousy and or anything like that because we are all the same. We are all one. Uh, we are all. That's part right. Of that. yes. That's right. That's that's what President Kennedy has said as well, and he told me two years ago that once people realize we are all one, that we all have the spark of the cre- of the of God or the supreme being within us, we'll stop fighting. Because we're just fighting ourselves, you know. Yes. You know. The you know. Aboriginals uh, in Australia are kind of like black people, but also different. 
Mm-hmm. That's because mm-hmm. in Australia there were a lot of uh, uranium content in the soil. In the soil, so mm-hmm. when the asteroids, when when certain natural disasters occurred in the past, um, it caused a lot of radiation. So that kind of changed the ge- genetic makeups of the local um, original black people in Australia. So they became uh, the aborigines of Australia, who are a little bit different from the original black people. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've, I've been aboard, the, there's a Plutian mothership. Um, I go, I, I see my friends up there frequently. And um, when I was there a couple months ago, I was at a party up there, a, a small social gathering. And um, the, one of the most interesting people was the ambassador from Andromeda. Because the Andromedans have blue skin. And depending upon their age, older or younger, they either have dark blue skin or lighter blue skin. And what I've been told, and I'd love some verification on this, is that many of the many of the people, like from Africa, for example, I'm not I'm not aware of this history, but um, that they actually came from Andromeda, and over the millennia, because their sun is different in the Andromeda galaxy, it's actually a blue sun, and so their skin turned blue. But here um, we have a different colored sun, golden golden yellow, I guess, uh, lighter color, and so with, with that with the chemistry from those vibrations, the skin got progressively darker over the years. That's why people have the skin color they do many in Africa. So, but if people realize that history it would be pretty amazing, but that's what I was told that they actually came from Andromeda, not knowing the other history in this, in this book that, that you've been reading. So. Yeah. So I think it's kind of um, interesting that this book contains a lot of very specific information that people can actually uh, verify uh, from different sources. And it's, it's kind of uh, interesting that it's so detailed that people, for example, it mentions about the Shingo village in Japan that has a tomb of Jesus Christ. That really, that's actually the main reason that this book uh, got me, shocked me. Huh. Uh, that, uh, tell, us, tell, tell, tell me more. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I although I went to local churches, I didn't believe in anything written in the Bible in the past until I read this book. Because in my mind, um, um, I believed that uh, the Bible contained a lot of inconsistencies from the conventional wisdoms of uh, Eastern culture, like the Chinese culture. Because in Chinese culture, we believe in reincarnation. And I think there are a lot of scientific evidence that proves the reincarnation exists. But mm-hmm. the Bible, at least the Christians, they reject that idea, the Catholic Church or the uh, Protestants. And mm-hmm. so it really didn't make any sense to me because I, I think um, if the Bible doesn't really talk about reincarnation or at least, at least if the Christians don't believe in reincarnation, then they're, they're just uh, totally um, people of nonsense. They're not reasonable people in my mind. Right. So I was trying to find consistencies uh-huh. uh, in the stories in the Bible. So many people believe it. This right. book, Yoga Prophecy, connects all the doubts. Mm-hmm. It says that uh, uh, <coughs> Jesus and Christ were actually two beings. The one that was born from Virgin Mary was actually um, the uh, <coughs> who was born from the embryo implanted by the Theogans of the angelically created. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Uh, Wow. Okay. 
And he, because he was born this way, he had to pass through what they call the river of oblivion, forgetting everything in his past lives, forgetting all the knowledge that he accumulated to perform miracles. So that's why that Jesus, born out of Virgin Mary, couldn't perform any miracles, even though he was really smart and spiritual. Mm-hmm. He went to India. So there are people who claim that Jesus went to India. That's true. And and died in Japan. So there's a tomb of Jesus Christ in Shingo Village, Japan, that people can look up. Where, where is it? Really? That's interesting. I've been to Japan and I've been to India. I've been to uh, Jesus' tomb in India, by the way. Um, um, but but continue. What, what's it called in, 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 in Japan? In Japan, it's called Shingo Village. S-H-I-N-G-O. And... People can search on, on, on Google or other search engines. Shingo Village, Japan, Tomb of Jesus Christ. Okay. You can right. find articles by National Geographic and other credible media that, that um, talk about it. Uh-huh. Wow. Christ, yeah, Christ, on the other hand, the one who could perform miracles, uh-huh. who performed miracles, right. uh, it's recorded in the Bible, was actually a being from the planet Theoba who uh, made a body, a physical body that looked like Jesus. And the astral body of uh, the Theoban, uh, called uh, Ariok, went into the body made by them that looked like Jesus. And mm-hmm. and he, tried, he did that this way because he remembered how to perform miracles. He knew how to perform miracles. So that Christ performed all the miracles and died on the cross and resurrected three days after, just to show people that there is life after death and there is reincarnation. So that's the whole purpose of the re, re, um, the resurrection, just to show the people that wow. there is reincarnation. Wow. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Next time I go to Japan, I'll look it up. I, I, Japan's a great country. I've got friends there. Love going there. Um, thank you. I learned something today. Yeah. I, I, was, um, I, was, I, I lived in India in the late 80s on and off about two and a half years. And when I was um, trying to remember, I was on a bus from uh, Srinagar to another, another Varanasi in Northern India. And suddenly in the middle of the night, about one o'clock in the morning, the bus stops. And um, it's a bathroom break for everybody. So I get out and um, I, the, the driver said, you should get out and look at, look at this. And I said, what's there? She, he said, it's a tomb of Jesus. And I looked at him funny and I said, tomb of Jesus? He said, yeah. He said, where are you from? I said, the States. And he said, oh, no wonder. You guys don't know anything about the true history of Jesus. And I looked at him. <laughs> and they had a huge tomb to Jesus where he was buried there, along with other family members. It's in northern India. So, yeah. Mm, that's uh, very interesting. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so this book uh, has uh, very uh, specific information. And it says that the church councils removed the concept of reincarnation from the original script. That's right. They did. Mm -hmm. And they named the four church councils, specific church councils, including the Council of Nicaea and three other. And I think people can can get the book and look it up and do their own research. That's right. That was done in 325 AD by Emperor Constantine Mm -hmm. um, because his wife was a prostitute and his wife did not want to pay for her sins um, in future lives. So she... (laughs) She had him take out all references to reincarnation and karma in the book, in the in the in the, the, the then then Bible. So anyway, yeah. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I, I think um, religion is actually indeed a curse. 
spirituality is different from religion. Religion is actually um, where the um, clergy tries to be the agent or intermediary to the That's people. right. That's where right. In fact, people can connect to God, the source, um, on their own. That's right. Yeah. One one sentence that I always pay attention to in the Bible that they haven't, they didn't take out is the kingdom of God is within you, so you can connect to God on your own. Because that's right. Created, that's right. Yeah. So that's and and the key to the higher dimensions and ascension is actually your heart, your heart mind. Yeah. And I think this is why um, the shot program has been designed to destroy our hearts. That's why so many people are getting mitocarditis or dying of heart attacks and strokes because they want to destroy our heart. So we don't have any compassion. We don't have any love. We can't communicate. We can't communicate to God through love. It's all gone. Um, you know, that's the ultimate goal of, of the shop program is to create a race of robots that have no emotions. And for those who already got the shot, the uh, COVID shot and I think uh, they need to, they can do a detox. Um, detox That's true. And That's I true. actually wrote an article about it and telling them different ways to do that. Some of them very inexpensively, very easy to do. Drink a lot of water, like uh, live water from mm -hmm. the water being put um, under sunshine for 30 or 40 minutes. And then drink that as much as possible. And also get enough sunshine, sunlight, because sunlight has a mix of uh, different um, colors of different vibrations so that uh, when the um, when when the ultraviolet and also other kind of vibrations go into your your body into your blood it kind of energizes um, the entire system and causes uh, the um, immune system to activate it to be activated to remove the toxins more easily than before mm -hmm. the sunlight is very is very important well this is the first time in uh, i think the third time in in two months that I've seen the sun here. Um, so people are outside right now taking pictures of the sun and then they, they take the pictures and put it on their walls and everything. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just but, kidding. But yeah, but, but if not, then you can follow the um, heavy metal detox methods as um, promoted by Anthony William. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but just uh, follow that because it removes um, if they can remove uh, heavy metals, you can definitely remove uh, some of the substances from the uh, toxic um, right. shots. Yeah. Right, right. And the shots also contain nanobots they're putting in our meats and foods right now. And you can disable them by just taking a pinch of Baraxo in a clean glass of water and drinking that every other day. And the Baraxo, I'm told by scientists, disables the nanobots. Mm. Don't work when they do that so there are there are simple remedies it's not expensive you know mm -hmm. to do that so right, right. yeah i always tell people like um, you know chinese people they're really materialistic in, in mainland china mm -hmm. so they always seek for the most expensive medicine uh, thinking that uh, if if they're expensive then they have to work it doesn't work that way the best no. medicine is nature <laughs> Right, right. You know, right. Uh, you know. Sometimes some uh, messages don't get across to the materialistic Chinese people in China, but I, I still try, because um, I mean, I did my part, and they have to do their part. <laughs> the benevolent ETs had an interesting comment about Earth at the beginning of your of the book that you translated. They called Earth the planet of sorrows uh, because we've had so much conflict there. I'd love a little elaboration on that. Um, 
Yes, since we are category one planet, we are like uh, elementary school students learning the basics of um, the principles of life and also the basic rules of the universe. We make mistakes all the time. So because of uh, the mistakes we make uh, due to our free will, um, we are constantly destroying ourselves because, uh, you know, Wars are created by a small group of people for their own benefit. A right. lot of people, most people don't want to go to wars. It's yeah. just a military industrial complex. They have to make money from the weapons that they sell. So right. they intentionally cause conflicts among the countries. So that's why uh, wars happen. So we are destroying ourselves in one way or another. So it's mm -hmm. a planet of sorrows. We have to be able to cope with the challenges uh, that we are confronting and facing and imposed by a small group of people. We have to wake up to realize uh, the effective ways to combat uh, against uh, this uh, small group of financiers. Well, that makes perfect sense, my friend. That makes perfect sense. Have they, have they, have these benevolent ETs, have they, have they visited you, by the way? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, when I met Michel de Marquet, he told me that um, Knowing who they are, knowing how they work, uh -huh. um, he told me not to be surprised if I got any contact from them. Um, so mm -hmm. far, I haven't. Uh, in my subconscious mind, I always try to be more independent because for me, that's the best way to learn. Right. Imagine if you're a father trying to teach your son basic principles of a mathematical problem, how to solve that problem, and you'd like your son to explore different ways to do that on, on his own because uh, that way he can have a better memory or better impression on the solutions on how to solve that problem. So I'm thinking about the same thing. If I receive their help, then that wouldn't have the opportunity to explore on my own. So right. I ask them not to contact me unless it is absolutely necessary. <laughs> oh, I see. So I can get most out of it from, my, from this lifetime. Right, right, right. Well, I, um, I, I, I've been in touch with the other side now for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. And um, so I get messages in all the time. Mm -hmm. And I love the contacts, actually. But my only, uh, I, I like benevolent, but the only contact with benevolent entities. Um, it depends, you know, it depends on things. But uh, anyway, um, uh, well, there's so many topics in your book. Um, what it, what is their um, uh, talk a little bit about you went to their home planet or he went to their home planet mm -hmm. and he saw what they were like horses that were part human. They had human heads, kind of like in Greek mythology with horse bodies. Could you talk a little bit about that? And also maybe about the um, there were like it looked like half dolphin and half. What were they? Um, they, they looked like cows, but they had dolphin heads. Um, yeah. Anyway, there was mixture of these interesting genetics, if you wouldn't mind talking about that a little bit. Yeah, so on the planet Theoba, he saw horse woman, woman like beautiful blonde women has uh, with horse bodies. So they actually spoke uh, in a language that's very similar to our human language. And he was extremely shocked and surprised at, the, at that. And, and so this is one um, animal that he saw and 
also he saw a lot of dolphins and those are like brothers or sisters of our dolphins on earth so dolphins are actually very intelligent animals yeah and... well, well well before the before the atlanteans blew up their civilization 12 14000 years ago they had created a, a a whole a whole race of mermaids and mermen uh, and and from the waist up they're human but waist down they're dolphin and they're still in the oceans today in pods and actually um uh from where i am it's a couple hours drive but i've been in contact now for years with a pod of mermaids and mermen and i've actually seen them in the surf bobbing their heads before we we communicate telepathically and uh they're very benevolent um in the book it also he also described what he saw when he visited the continent of lemuria about 14,500 years ago when he saw that uh, there was he saw that there was a bigger three times as large as a pyramid of egypt like a bigger pyramid uh, in the capital of uh, lemuria um, and he saw on the walls of the inner walls of the pyramid that there were a lot of uh, pictures drawings of um, animals that are half human half animals sometimes the animal have uh, human heads sometimes they have human uh, lower bodies mm -hmm. so so i think uh, I, I think uh, i believe those animals existed um, on the continent of lemuria back then um, and it's it's fascinating that uh, the description is so detailed uh, especially like he in his astral body, he witnessed the uh, musical performance by the Lemurians when when they were having like a concert. Um, really? How beautiful. <laughs> so, How beautiful. It's like a 3D sound of nature. They used the sounds of nature to compose a musical um, piece that's really pleasing cool. to the ear. I have friends in um, called uh, Pia and... and um... Bard, uh, they, they channel a group called Larkma from the Pleiades. And the, and the people of, of Larkma, they actually uh, speak uh, in music. Mm -hmm. And when they speak, they say their name, they, 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 the last tone is always up. Mm -hmm. And they almost make it musical when they, they do, they communicate most of the time by tele telepathy. But when they speak, they speak in a musical language, mm -hmm. which is just amazing, actually. Um, yeah. 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 So, so there are a lot of mysteries in the on the content of Lemuria and the Atlantis yeah. that need to be discovered. Right. I think you had a life there many years ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, you had a life there, Samuel, many one, years ago. One key message from his experience on the content of Lemuria was that when the king, the last king of Lemuria, died, people celebrated, people were happy because they knew about reincarnation they knew that interesting the last king did um, like uh, excel in his duties in his lifetime he right. would move up to the ladder to right. a higher category of planet interesting and um, about it. i'll tell you a true story i was living in new delhi in india in december of 88 november december yeah it was a cold morning i just left my flat and um i was studying studying law in india and I was walking down the street to get to get to my office um, and a funeral went by me and they were all celebrating and the body itself was was draped in, in uh, flowers and they were celebrating 
uh, because this person had apparently left, led a good life and they were celebrating his next reincarnation. And I thought, wow, what an interesting concept. Um, they were thinking, they weren't sad that they were celebrating his, his reincarnation. Of course, reincarnation karma is a, is a well-established concept in India. That's where I learned about reincarnation karma uh, when I lived there. Um, and, uh, but it was a very different way of looking at death. Yeah, so. You know, there's one question I'd like to ask about you since you mentioned about your law degree. Mm -hmm. um, I, right now, what I'm doing is to um, kind of, um, because I'm a Chinese translator, I work with people from different industries. I'm mm -hmm. trying to bring... Sam, Samuel, could you, could you uh, raise your voice a little bit? Okay, sure. Uh, so be because I'm a Chinese translator, I, I work with people from different industries. Um, so I'm trying to figure out a way to get more people interested in the subject of uh, spirituality and the content of the book. And because this book covers so many topics, I'd like to see what was your experience in trying to convey spiritual messages to people who are in different fields, like the legal field or other fields, that people just don't um, normally have access to such information. Like, how do you go about it? Or how did you go about it? What were the reactions and any any suggestions? Well, I, I grew up in a, in a psychic family uh, where it was normal to talk to the other side. Mm. And I've been touched with the other side. So it was normal to, for me to talk to angels. Later, I, I, I used those same techniques to talk to benevolent, um, benevolent um, souls beyond this planet. Mm -hmm. And for example, I, I first got in contact with the Pleiadians back in 76, 77 when I was in college. So I've been doing it a long time and to get people interested, um, I used to hide the, I used to have to hide my psychic abilities because people would sometimes make fun of me. Now I don't care. I mean, that's because it's my work. Um, and I don't, I don't need to hide it anymore. But, um, as far as making people aware, um, I first ask, uh, you know, God's been taken out of everything, um, unfortunately. And, um, but the first thing I, I think is the, the belief in a, in a supreme being in a, a higher spiritual realms is important for people to, as a first step. Mm -hmm. And if they believe in God and angels, even if they're religious, religions, I don't, I don't look at as religion as necessarily a bad thing because it can teach you about God and the angel, angelic world. It's just with everything else, if it's man-made, sometimes it can be twisted to use for negative purposes. But as a hook, as a, as a way for people to reach that subject, I think the importance, the importance of, 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 of a belief in higher spiritual powers and angels is, is a good way, a first step. And then as a psychic, I'm able to read minds and look into the future and talk to a person's angels and get answers to questions that, that for, if a, if a person is really third dimensional and they don't believe in any of that stuff, that can break the ice and use it as an introduction because they'll scratch their heads and say, well, how do you do that? I said, I don't know. I just guided by higher spiritual powers. And then they, then they, that's, that's a leeway to do it. You can try that, you know, yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I have a mentoring program. I'm happy. I'd be happy to roll you in it if you want, where I teach people how to talk to the other side and the angels. I do that on a regular basis. So. I have been trying to break the subject to people in different fields, like the uh, lawyers, doctors, and also mm -hmm. people in the manufacturing field. Um, my experience is that uh, sometimes it works, 
um, if I feel that person has this kind of innate um, ability to absorb things like this. Right. Uh, I'm also thinking like if I were able to, if I'm able to see the auras, the colors of auras of that person, I might be able to predict or, or get a better idea of uh, if the person is more in tuned into the subject spirituality or not. So right, right. Yeah, I probably will work on that uh, for for some time. Yeah, well, we can yeah. talk about it. We can talk about it off air, certainly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can t- I give you a call. We can talk about it. But um, in the book, it talks about how everybody on this planet used to have that that capability, yeah. where they could see our auras, where they're telepathic. Um, I think they were very. That was a very established way of communicating with people back in the Atlantean and Lemurian times. Mm-hmm. But with the destruction of Atlantis 12,500, 14,000 years ago, we lost that um, because people were reduced to a subsistence level and we had to build it up again. What's interesting in the book is that some people here on this planet are so smug, they think we're so, quote, civilized, but we're not, mm-hmm. actually. You know, the way we treat others sometimes, not everyone, of course, but some people are very brutal and they're very negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, um, but there is a God, and the spark of that supreme being is within all of us. And I also believe as well, Samuel, that there are, are settled, there's cosmic law as well, that which apply to this planet. For example, I think the Atlanteans violated cosmic law when they mixed, mixed animal and human genes to create these uh, part human, part animal creatures, which were basically against cosmic law. That's one of the reasons why Atlantis ex- uh, destroyed itself because they were going against chaos, cosmic law. And I think they're doing the, the same spirits that who were uh, alive and doing that against cosmic law 12, 14,000 years ago are doing it again now, where they're doing the same thing. And there's all kinds of genetic experiments um, coming out now. Um, I saw a picture where um, in China, where they mixed human DNA with a chimpanzee, half chimpanzee and half human. And you know, in the secret, in the space program, and the secret governments are doing that all the time now. But um, yeah, yeah. So when they do that, uh, think about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> I mean, Sodom is actually not the main reason for the destruction of the two cities. Uh-huh. The people there were doing a lot of terrible things to, uh, yeah. And, and I think if they keep uh, doing the genetic uh, mix-ups, and which is uh, forbidden by universal law, they're going to. Get the same result. Well, I think I think the current shot program is against uh, is against universal law because they're genocide. It's genocide, killing off mm-hmm. much of the planet. Um, I actually had a discussion with the Galactic Alliance. Um, it was about a year, year and a half ago, and they, on one hand, they said that, um, well, this is this is people's free will choice mm-hmm. uh, about taking the shots, and if they die, they die. It's it's their problem. And I said, wait a minute, people don't have free will, they don't have full free will. Mm. Um, so it's kind of a gray area and they've been brainwashed. So how do you do that? If an entire planet takes these shots and they all die, well, I, I, I think they've said before that they'll, they'll, they'll intervene on a planet, developing planet like Earth to help us so we don't commit suicide. They did that back in the 70s, 80s and 90s with nuclear weapons. Every time the Russians or the American generals fired a nuclear missile at each other, they would disable the missile so that it couldn't cause an explosion, <coughs> couldn't destroy the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why um, uh, <coughs> our brothers and sisters among the Pleiadians 
um, have been bombarding the planet since November of 2018 with high energy vibrations to raise our consciousness and help us heal ourselves. But we all signed up for, to be here um, on this planet. The earth is like a big school. Well, it's full of lessons, right? Mm -hmm. So we're all learning lessons to, um, to improve ourselves. And the whole purpose of being here on this planet, and I think that there was a passage in the book about this, is that we're learning soul lessons in order to improve ourselves to, a, to ascend. Some pe many people here are ready for ascension now already, and certainly probably most of the people listening to today's show is, are, want to ascend and go on to create a better and happier world. But there are also some, too, who like the old ways, who want to stick with the negative things and stay in the third dimension. And for them, um, they won't be staying on the planet much longer, is what I've been told, um, because there's been another planet created on the other side of the solar system that's like Earth, Samuel, but it's in a lower dimension, and they'll be there for, for one mind cartoon cycle, theoretically up to 25,800 years, where they will give, be given another chance at ascension. I myself have been here for two mind cartoon cycles, or uh, almost 52,000 years. Mm. So I, I came from the Pleiades 52,000 years ago, so... I have family in the Pleiades, and I'm, I know after I'm done with this part of my life, I'll, I'll go back to my family there. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, past lives, uh, Michel de Marquet was shown his past 80 lifetimes, and he was uh, kind of a very interesting person because most of his lifetimes were like people of uh, were, like uh, common nature. For example, a few times he was a beggar, and uh, one time he was a miner uh, in Germany, like uh, a coal miner in Germany, and and also, but uh, but one time he was a queen on a different planet, ruling uh, a third of the um, the entire planet. So he had a lot of very interesting uh, past lives, mm -hmm. and he made serious mistakes in his past lives too. He killed his uh, wife uh, when he was a mining worker in Germany. And and uh, accidentally, uh, and he learned his lesson. So it's a constantly a learning process, and and, and being, being alive here is not just to be like a hermit or maybe like a yogi, just do nothing. It's just to experience life and to learn um, the uh, all the uh, challenges, uh, how to respond to the challenges uh, in a very um, in a very good way, a spiritual way, so that spiritual lessons can be accumulated. So I think that's the purpose of life. It's really to take okay. advantage of all the obstacles and take advantage of all the um, um, difficulties, uh, emotional or financial or relationship-wise, and to respond to them in a very, very uh, spiritual way. <laughs> mm -hmm. So to learn the lessons and to uh, progress, move up the ladder. I had a conversation a year ago with George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Abraham Lincoln, and President Kennedy. Um, and uh, they, we were, I was talking about what a mess this planet was and all the challenges we're going facing. And he said, they all said they'd love to trade places <laughs> really? and be here. And I looked at I looked at them. I said, really? You'd want to come down here now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they said that it's a tremendous chance, uh, opportunity, um, and it's it's uh, it's 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 it has sent many soul lessons happening right now. It's like an old Charles Dickens novel. It was the best of times and the worst of times. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember that conversation. So um, and uh, I do talk to them frequently, but um, they're they're all here listening today. 
Um, but it is, it is a challenging time, certainly, but uh, it's a time for people to stand up, to learn how to stand up for their rights and freedoms. Because if we don't, nobody else is going to do it, and we're going to get slaughtered. You know, I made the serious mistakes um, just uh, not long ago. I was waiting and hoping others could be like a spokesperson of the book. I was waiting for others to promote the book, the messages in the book. And I realized that I had to be the person because no one else was going to do that. I mean, a lot of people think the same way in China. They know that the government is doing a lot of bad things. Right. They're waiting for other people to do it. Right. Coming. <laughs> they don't realize they have to act themselves. So you have to, the That's people right. have to act. That's right. That's Other right. Brothers. Well, it's kind of like Trump in the United States. People have been wishing and hoping and waiting for him to come back. And you know what? <laughs> I realized last year, I mean, I don't think he is, but maybe, I don't know. You know, but while, while the country deteriorates, millions are killed by the shot program. Our military is taken apart. Um, you know, it's all up to us, isn't it? It is all up to us to make a difference in the world. Yes, the force of the people is stronger than the force of Trump himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in the book, uh, 334 Lies, it says that the way to really to uh, break the secret societies apart is really the power of the people. I mean, even though they have uh, supernatural abilities, they can do a lot of mind control, they can do a lot of uh, things like levitation or seeing auras. They're afraid of the power of the people, the force of the people. I right. mean, it says in the book, by the highest chair of the secret society that started in Germany, the Illuminati, it says by the highest chair of the Illuminati that says they're afraid of the power of the people. Mm -hmm. So be it. <laughs> the power so, of the people is the key. You right. have to act, start to act. That's right. For That's right. That's right. We're going to we're going to keep talking here, Samuel. Um, my next guest, Christopher, Dr. Christopher Macklin, has just come in. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just let him in. But we'll keep talking here for a few, you know, five, five minutes or maybe eight minutes or so. But he's here early. Um, but um, but maybe this is a spiritual lesson for all of us, Samuel, that we all have to learn to stand up for ourselves. Um, because if we don't, we're going to get slaughtered. Simple as that, you know. I mean, exactly. And and this book, uh, Theobald Prophecy, contains a tremendous amount of information that is beneficial to you, your family members, your friends, and also the entire uh, world. So, I, we what we have been discussing about is only about maybe five or ten percent of the book. So there's a lot of uh, other information that can help you tremendously. And I definitely would suggest people to check the book out and, and to bring benefits. You know, I studied economics and I learned from all the investment gurus and masters such as uh, Warren Buffett, Jim Rogers, George Soros. You know, when George Soros started the quantum fund, you know, I, I did some research. He was actually not the main person uh, doing the research. Jim Rogers was. And he was doing the uh, analytical uh, aspect of the work and, and George Soros, he just put the triggers. So the real uh, master for investment, I think, is Jim Rogers. So I always try to learn from the best. I know everything there is to, to know. And so same thing here. We are on category one planet. 
And right. students, they're on category nine planet. If we are to learn from the best, we shouldn't learn from the greats because they're also from category one planet. We should learn from the students of category one planet who they right. always led right. us the way in the past um, right. as recorded in the Bible, documented in the Bible. And so this is uh, why um, this book is the best investment I have ever made in my entire lifetime by reading well, it. Yeah. Well, when you first sent me your email about coming on my show a couple of weeks ago, I get a lot of requests and I was reading through it and I got a yes. And then you sent me a copy of the book and I started reading it. And I thought, huh, this is really good. <laughs> so I had you on, uh, you had you on twice. Did you go to, by the way, did you go to school at UC Berkeley? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yeah. Great, great. What, what, what department? You're in economics, is that right? Yes, uh, College of Letters and Science, economics department. Yeah, yeah, I was in development studies. And uh, did you know Professor Alan DeJonvre in the School of Agricultural Economics? Uh, no, I was there probably later after you. Did. Okay, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, we'll have to talk off air about that. But yes, I, yes. I love Berkeley. At the time I went there, it was a great school. I think it's it's um, gone and deteriorated politically since that time. But it was a good school when I went. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Samuel, let me uh, don't go away. Let me introduce you to my friend, uh, Dr. Christopher Macklin. Chris, are you there? We'll see here. I see his face. We'll have to ask him to unmute here. There he is. There we go. Yeah, I'll be here. Hey, Chris. Chris is a Good wonderful. To see you, Simon. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris does a lot of healing, and um, he's got his own like global ministries enlightenment project um, in um, in the, in the states here. And uh, fabulous fellow. I, I I'm sure you'd enjoy listening to him. So uh, anyway, Samuel, um, love to give you. Go ahead and take a couple minutes and just kind of wrap up today's show if you don't mind. Then we'll go to my friend. Uh, Dr. Macklin. Well, I, I think uh, it's uh, very important uh, to gain knowledge because the knowledge is power. When you know certain things that happen, when you know the reason behind it, then you have knowledge. You know how to respond to the situation. I think uh, the key is to accumulate, accumulate knowledge, whether it's material or spiritual knowledge in this world. A few of prophecy provides uh, spiritual and material knowledge to you. I think um, it's um, it's just uh, takes you a few hours of time to read it, and you're going to realize that this is the best investment you will ever make in your mm -hmm. lifetime. So mm -hmm. I encourage people to check this book out. Thank you. Yeah, I do too. And um, Samuel's going to be one of my keynote speakers at my upcoming conference um, next month on March. Uh, no, two months, uh, March 18th and 19th. And if you, it's just fifty bucks, um, if you'd like to go. Um, uh, just uh, send me an email to out of this world 1150 at, at gmail.com. And one of the things I learned, Samuel, after getting, I have four degrees in five subjects. And one, one of the things I learned during that, that whole process was um, uh, the spiritual world, um, in academics, knowledge is limited. You go up to a PhD, you know, in certain areas, um, but in, in the spiritual world, in God's world, the, the, the knowledge is unlimited. So that's why I decided to turn my attention to spiritual things. And I've been doing that ever, ever since. Um, but, um, do you have a website or a way people can, can, or the website for the, for the prophecy you can give out people? Yes. Uh, it's chinasona.org slash theoba, T H I A O O U B A with the capital letter, capital letter T, or people can search on, on, on the internet. 
Theoba Prophecy, uh, Samuel, and they can find my website. Yeah, yeah, they can find his website, and the book's available on Amazon too. But you're doing great work, and um, I'm sure uh, um, I, I, I know people really appreciate you coming on today, and I can't wait to see you in March. I'll send you all the details later. And Samuel, keep up your good work, my friend. I'm really happy you could come on the show today. Great. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you. my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Christopher, how you doing, my friend? I'm okay, Ted. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I had a, uh, it's a long story, my backup computer with all your bibliographic information, questions I was going to ask, uh, the batteries died. Um, so uh, <laughs> there is a way so, I can <laughs> I okay. my, my memory and copy, but um, there is a way I can access on this computer, but I, I think you can still see me, but I just have to switch screens. But let me just introduce uh, Dr. Christopher McLean. He's a wonderful healer. He's the head of a, what's, what he calls the Global Enlightenment Project, does a lot of wonderful spiritual work. And you're also doing a, a prayer for world meditation, for world peace. That's on, I can't remember the date, February, I had it written down, February 1st, is that right? or when? when yeah, February 1st, Wednesday, yeah. Okay. It's 2, p, it's 2 p.m. Central Time. Um, I want to try and, Ted, if you don't mind, encourage you. We're going to try and stream it with you as well, aren't we, I think? But, uh, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The whole the whole point about this is you heal the satanic blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't like to say the word bullshit, but, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. You know, they're doing rituals, they're doing all this satanic stuff and, you know, oh, by the way, things. Oh, by the way, Chris, uh, uh, the uh, policy of BBS, you can swear up to 50 swear words. You can use up to 50 swear words per hour. So if, 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 so if you want, go ahead. Um, it's it's bullshit. It's swear word, probably. Yeah, fine. You got 49 more words left. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I mean, it's blah. Let's call it blah, blah, blah. I don't want to expire all my words because we've got it out. But, but it's interesting because what we're doing is, and I want to encourage people, you know, um, I think, like Samuel said, you know, uh, we can't listen to all this stuff. We've got to take our power back, I think. And, you know, this is a way of getting people, you know, if we can get a few thousand people going through a ritual, a God ritual, where what we're doing is calling out all the big names, like Big Pharma and naming them and other ones. We're right. calling out, um, we're calling out, big, you know, big agriculture, big tech, big this, big that, the whole satanic world of the, you know, uh, cabal. Uh, going through all them, you know, we go through a lot of things. It takes about two hours. And, you know, I'd really encourage you to come on because it's free, you know, and what we need to do is um, basically speak out this together, you know, in a powerful way, because what it's doing is, and one thing I never do is judge anybody, you know, do what you like, but, you know, well, not on my watch, you know, we want to fix it. But but I never judge people and always bring them up before God for justice, you know, uh-huh. I don't forget, I define God as God, goddess, prime creator of all that is. It's a well-balanced masculine, feminine, you know. So what you're doing is just getting that thing, bringing them before God, and, you know, and, you know, it takes about two hours. It's a very powerful exercise, and, you know, I just encourage everyone to be on because the more people we can get on, and please tell people about it, because the more we can get on, the more powerful it is, you know. Even right. two getting together, as Jesus used to say, and I'm not a Christian, so, but I love his teachings, and, you know, um, 
you know, two or more gather and you're doing it. If you gather 2,000, we're, we're really knocking it out. And I know people get a little bit, there's a lot of, uh, what do you call it, uh, there's a lot of issues with mental state right now in the, on the planet, of course, because of what's going on. It's a very tough thing to go through. And I think, you know, and you might think, oh, God, I'm powerless. What could I do against the cabal? It's so deep. Why? Well, you know, God's the creator. You know, prime creator is the creator. So if we're doing stuff, you know, God's got our back completely, you know. So if we use God instead of worrying about, you know, anything else, that's a powerful exercise, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, I tell you something, um, Chris. Um, one thing I like, your work is really wonderful. My producer, Don, likes you too. Is is that Yay! <laughs> is that you empower people? That's what I like about your work. You you help empower people, and um, I I I uh, I got a lot of people listening to my show with you. Um, it was uh, when was it? It was a couple. Of, I guess it was last year, um, some months ago. But they contacted yeah. you, and they really liked your work. I, I remember that. Yeah, they really liked what you do. So. Well, to me, I mean, you know, I always tell people, I'm just a facilitator. You know, you don't need these. The day the gurus, oh, it's gone. You know, we don't need gurus. You know, but sometimes people get in a a space where they just need help in getting back to that high vibration and rocking it, you know. So, and you know, and to me, you know, talk is cheap. Let's get on with it. Let's do it. Because the more people we can help get into that amazing place and the more people are out there helping because, you know, Lately, I mean, this job's got pretty tough, you know. Uh, there's a lot of people very, not needy, but just need a lot of help because they're struggling with this transition, you know. Right. I mean, me, I, I, I view it as, oh, it's all nuts outside and I'm okay. Now, if you ask my father, he'd say, you're nuts, we're all okay. Mm, okay, <laughs> whatever. Depends on your perspective, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you know. I think, I think, I think the best one is that, <laughs> that global warming one. I may have said it on the last show, so apologies for repeating myself, but I was on the phone and he goes, we've got a bigger problem. I said, what's that, Dad? He goes, it's global warming. I said, what's causing that? He goes, cows passing wind. I said, oh, where did you learn that from? It was the BBC. <laughs> oh! So I said, so cows farting is creating global warming? Yeah. I right. said, well, we well, fixed it in America. How the heck did you do that? He goes, well, we gave them tum-tums, it settles the stomach, you know, and then no farting and global warming's over. Yeah. Well, was, oh, my God, we we should do that here. He actually believed right. me. I, I love right. the word project mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I live in Washington State, and our governor here is, um, well, he, he, he says that cows are a problem. And so they're, they're issuing permits now starting January 1st for farmers because the, the car farting's a big, big problem. And there has been talk, too, of of having the state employees running around uh, with plastic bags on the ba- on the on the backs of of cows, grabbing the farts as they come out for gl- to stop global warming. I'm just kidding, but um, anyway, that's <laughs> listen. I wouldn't put any anything past these crazy people. <laughs> and if you saw it, oh my god, you know, Ted's manifested that reality. They're in, they're in the field lot doing it. <laughs> Crazy, my uh, my friend Don, the producer, would like to say a few words, if that's okay. Chris, go ahead, Don, if you want to say a few words. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure always to be on your show, uh, Ted. And Great to have you. Christopher, what a pleasure. You're a philosopher. Oh, you're a Descartes <laughs> of, of the spiritual age. 
Uh, oh, bless thank you. you. No, Thanks, I Tom. mean it. Bless thank you. You, you bring common sense to spiritual grounding and action, and you put it all together. And it's an easy mental task, and people somehow, you know, they're afraid of everything, and they just don't want to believe in themselves, not even for no. a second. And when you start to facilitate that, it's everything. So good on you. Uh, I mean, yeah, that. we're rocking it. Thank, really, you're you're rocking, and I appreciate you, your philosophy, your wisdom. You're a wisdom keeper, and and um, I'm glad <laughs> to have you on the show. Uh, Thanks, forgive my you. voice, folks. Um, you know, I've been getting over. Uh, look, no, it's not Corona. Don't give me that. Not everyone else. <laughs> this is a bad flu. Got into my sinuses, my ears, my throat. Actually, Don, it's, the I, new I'm flu is quite out, sticky. You know, oh, yeah. What well, do you get? You know, we had it about nine weeks ago, and I, I never get sick. This one, what I found is that the, the mucus is very sticky and you're coughing, but it doesn't come up because it's stuck, you know. And, it's interesting. I mean, it's cleared down. Yeah. Right, right. It takes a little longer. It's like whatever's coming out takes the body just a little bit longer to fight. I get that, you know, and there are reasons for that. And we won't go into that at this time, but there's, you know, but, you know, your body can really, um, mind over matter, be quite resilient and quite effective. But, you know, that's really working with yourself and believing in yourself. It all comes back to that, believing in yourself. Uh, right. And working collectively to make a difference, because if if we don't act as one soon, one nation under God, let's say, great slogan. I mean, but needless to say, if, if people don't start acting as one and and act collectively, yeah, this is going to get hairy. We're you know we're in for a very entertaining and very exciting. But a very wicked future. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. quite right. dramatic. And right. people don't realize how that can suddenly turn, you know, even in Stalin's day. I mean, suddenly, boom, and millions are being just shot. Yeah. You got a Norwegian yeah. situation here, all headed up by the Department of Defense. Yes, the inner core of our military. Unfortunately, you know, we're in it. Um, hmm. I wonder how people are going to get out of it when your governments and militaries coordinate for this kind of an operation globally and continue to perpetuate it in an in-your-face manner with real, real power. That's power, by the way. Yeah. You know, and they're proving it. And they're doing it in a way that's pretty pretty demoralizing to people. You know, because... Oh, yeah. They don't see hope anymore. They're very demoralized. It's it's that old, hey, everybody says, you know why they tell you what they're going to do in advance? Because spiritually they have to. No. That's true. They no. do. Everybody believes that, Ted. Here's what I believe. I believe they tell you what they're going to do, and then they do it to you. Right. And that just sends a signal through your very being and everybody else's. Truly, that we not only can tell you what what we're going to do to you, we're going to do it to you. Very yeah. demoralizing. That's a situation much of America is in. Yeah, you know, they Putin's, all demoralize. 
You know the difference between organized crime in the United States and Japan? What's that? In Japan, they always bow. They're very polite before they shoot you. So. <laughs> well, they don't yet. <laughs> so if they ever bow, you know what's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. Stand up, stand up quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but we had time. You know, this was meant to be an incremental crime, like a vice. So it's got years of legs that we're going to have to kind of, you know, maneuver through. And at any time, we could change that paradigm if we work together. And we and will. We just, right? And we just, we get back to each other, love being the qualifying factor. And um, it, it's a toughie. We're in a pickle. Uh, and people need to really start listening Believing in them in themselves. That's right. the key. Right. You don't right. believe in yourself yet. Get with a guru that'll help you. Well, let me. Has, hmm? Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, no, please. Sorry. Well, I, I just, I think back to the 80s, late 80s and ni- early 90s, when there was a tremendous peace initiative to stop the arms race between uh, the United States and the then Soviet Union. And it worked. And, um, um, you know, uh, and a lot of people demonstrated against nuclear weapons and they changed the timelines because back in the late 80s, there was all these forecasts of a third nuclear war and it didn't happen. And it didn't happen because people cumulatively got together and we stopped it. And as a result of our, all of our individual decisions wanting world peace, you guys, um, we didn't have a nuclear war and actually we accelerated the ascension process because Nostradamus back in 88 said that we'd be shifting now into the fifth dimension by the year 2038. And now we are good, a good 15 years ahead of schedule um, and more. And I, so I know there's a lot of challenges out there, but um, you know, um, and it's not been easy with the shot program, but you know, in the Ukraine, which is a total waste of money, total waste of money. It's another Vietnam war all over again. Um, um, it's for us to stop it. We have to always learn to stand up like Gandhi did against the British back in the 30s and 40s. And we all have to take that initiative to, to do that. No one's going to hand us a beautiful world on the platter. We have to do it on our own. So, Right, right. Well, yeah. they told us they had full armaments of old armaments and old missiles and everything else that was filled to the brim. Right. And they've been debating what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because so much new technology has come out. Right. So the military almost feels, I guess, maybe mentally obligated <laughs> right. to deplete these uh, armaments. Mm. But it's another, you know, a major Cold War uh, mm. beyond that, right? It's, you know, you've entered into this interesting tiny little proxy spat. Right. But, um, it, you know, it's doing its thing. It's yeah. doing exactly well, what the money wants it to do. Yeah, people don't want it, though. That's what I think. Christopher and Don, they don't want it. But um, I know we'll turn it around, and I think this year we'll do it. So, um, I mean, I, this I month. So. I, I think yeah. people can, sure. They yeah. just got to believe in yeah. themselves. Yeah. That's right. the start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, great, Don. Thank you for Thank joining you us, my friend. Christopher, oh. it was a pleasure. I appreciate oh, bless you Don. allowing me to speak. Thank you, Don. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Bless you. Bless you. 
That's we love you, Ted. I love Thanks, you. Don. Love you too, my friend. Oh, we love Ted. Well, Christopher, uh, uh, tell us the kind of work you do, and you've got your Enlightenment Ministries, which is really pretty cool. Um, and I know you haven't had an easy time in life, but you're doing great now. And maybe that's the whole point, is to learn adversity, you know? Sometimes, um, you know, it's not fun going through tough times. I went through tough times myself years ago. Um, but it does make you stronger, certainly, and you learn how to pull yourself up or you don't, don't survive, period, one or the other. Uh, no. Yeah. It's like the dark night. So I think when you come out of it, you know, you, you really do get a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm very grateful for all the um, things, adversities and, you know, the worst times of my life, you know, because people say, oh, well, I'm going through a really bad time. I said, well, you know, you need this lesson because when you come out of it, you look back and say, wow, what a blessing because – it's really took maybe into the strong person I'm now, right. you know, uh, still right. completely empathic and everything else, but you learn to navigate this planet mm-hmm. uh, in a much, a much stronger and, um, you know, uh, much, much different way, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the, yeah. yeah, the work we do, I mean, what, right. we set up the Global Enlightenment Project. It's part of, I used to call it Christopher McElmanishies. It's still a uh, not-for-profit Christopher McElmanishies, but the Global Enlightenment Project is a project of the ministry. And what is it meant to do? Well, exactly what it says in Latin, globally enlighten people as much as we can. So so how do we do that? Well, we've got a few things. One is healing. So, you know, I do healing. I do one-to-one sessions. I do specialized groups, up to 20 people, and we talk to everybody. And then we do three times a week a um, uh, a uh, a healing by donation. It's about an hour. It covers a lot of things. Does it cover actually everything? Probably not, but it covers most things, mostly general ailments like cancers and things like this. And we do it 9 o'clock, uh, 9 a.m. Monday, 5 p.m. Uh, Thursday, and 11 a.m. Saturday. And we hmm. do that every week, and it's live, and you know you can join it. We do post it on YouTube, and um, it's managed to stay up there. Um, we did get a strike for medical misinformation and what i did now is uh, i do a disclaimer at the start say look i'm not a medical doctor go consult your doctor phone 911 is emergency this is a purely spiritual aspect and a spiritual exercise and mm-hmm. since i've been doing that they've, they've been okay who knows and then on top of that we have a lot of meditations um we do um we do this ceremony every 120 days and i'm really excited for that and you know if we can do that live and get as many people as possible it's free to join and, you know, let's, let's, you know, if we care about this world, you know, to me, the power of intent, you know, you've got yeah. so much power yeah, and people true. just don't understand it yet, you know. Yeah. So, that's yeah, true. we do that. And then the other thing is we've got a massive project that's worth, it's going to cost billions of dollars and, you know, hang on, do I have that? Uh, no. <laughs> the wallet's got about $10 in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. we have... Top banking people, uh, they've been working on it for a long time. Uh, it's co- its like that, so close to fruition. And what it is, it's about, we're going to buy 100,000 acres. If you think about that, how much does that cost? Well, even 5,000 acres. That's all? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Well, it's, it's half of what Bill Gates has got, but never mind. So 100,000 acres, what are we going to do with it? Well, it's going to be the right place. It's going to have ley lines flowing through it. Um, we're building uh-huh. off-planet pyramids. And the pyramids, one, you know, one's uh, 909.99 feet tall, 666.66 feet tall, 333.33 feet tall. And they're going to go in the golden curve where the smallest one, the biggest one will be on the ley line. Mm-hmm. Now you think, well, why are you doing that? Well, basically because 
it's going to bring so much energy. It's going to flush out all the satanic symbology, um, blah, blah, blah. See, I, I haven't lost a word yet. So blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that, right. that we have throughout the planet. It's uh-huh. also going to raise the vibration such that the low vibrational beings on this planet won't be able to stay here. So they either have to redeem themselves and do something about it, like the reptilians, uh, you know, draconians, anarchy, um, and the, most of the greys have left the planet right now, which is really interesting, because uh, we did have a meeting. It was about five years ago. To be honest, Ted, I've lost, I don't know about you, but since this pandemic, I lost track of time like years, you know. I know. You can't remember when, you know what I mean? It's like, when it was, was that? Friend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it. But it, it was about five years ago. Uh-huh. I did chair the Galactic Federation. It was discussed whether the greys should be swept off the planet, because, you know, it's a very close call, violation, education. So right. when you come down here, you know, you might think, well, if an entity attaches to me, that's a violation. Uh, it's not. Why is that? Because right. you were shown it all before you get here. So, you know, you have to learn what they are, how they work, and how to keep them out of your body. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's an education. And, and it's, a, it's a tough classroom. You know, there's a lot more things as well. Mm-hmm. But I think violation is when, you know, without your permission, they paralyze you, take you on a ship, steal your eggs or sperm, and then put that's, you back down here. Complete that's, violation. Yeah. That's uh, the Samuel Chung, the fellow who was uh, discussing the Thea, Thea, uh, uh, the Thea prophecy, said that that was the the worst violation of cos. One of the worst violations of cosmic law you can do is to, is to violate is, yeah. a for, violate a person's free will, and that's all they've done. Violate our wills. It is absolutely. You know. Well, we we it was agreed that we swept them off the planet, so we swept them off the planet. So. Now they're getting around it because they're not allowed to be in this third dimensional world. So what they're doing is they're opening portals and staying within the portal so they're in a different time space. It's pretty cheeky, though. That's a very light word for it, you know. And so the, so they're still violating. So I don't know what we're going to do about that, but, you know. But there is a there is a federation, but they have to be very careful about, you know, they're not interfering yeah. with free will, you know. But, but violation is not okay. So mm-hmm. another I know, thing I- is... When, when you talk about nuclear, I mean, on the 6th of September last year, I got a massive message like there's going to be a couple of things going off uh, towards America. Uh-huh. And I and I got that on the, I think it was the 6th or the 11th, I can't remember anyway, but uh-huh. I got this really closely and I said to people, you know, something's going to happen. So, and they were going to set them off. And they, the, the Actuians disable them. They always disable them right at the last minute, you know, right at the last minute. And so... What happened? Oh, the emergency management went off, you know, uh, in um, Los Angeles and wherever, you know. I think it was two two counties, you know. Oh, there could be a nuclear war, and then suddenly, oh, sorry, it was a mistake. So that that was yeah. rather interesting. So, yeah. you know, I mean, these things don't just go off like that. Oh, sorry, it was a mistake. You know, I mean, it's never gone off before. So there was something, you know, at fault. So do, that's... You, do you remember when the, when the negatives were trying to um... – get a nuclear war going between the United States and North Korea back in 15 or 16. I think it was 15. And they, they had a cabal submarine stolen from Venezuela um, that they were, they launched a nuclear missile and the Galactics shot it down. Yes. Yeah. What the, what the negatives were going to do, they were going to blame North Korea for a missile fired by their own cabal submarine at Honolulu. And then they even put oh, yeah. the out and then they shot it down in the air. And they, then they well, said, well, this, they, this was the same. This was the cabal, you know, and they were going to blame right. it on Putin, yeah. somebody. You know. Right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that thought, you know, 
Right. And I know people out there, you know, what I'm seeing with the healings and that is people are getting a little bit like overwhelmed. Like, is it this bad? Or, oh, it's worse than that. <laughs> right. You look yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, I think, and I would encourage people, the way to cope with it is get within your space at home and find some fun things to do. Don't listen to everything, you know, and be very discerning. You know, if you right. think, oh, this sounds good, then listen to it. But but you've also got to have some fun as well. You've got to take a step back, have some nice food, have a glass of wine, a couple of beers, you know, put put some music on like September, Earth, Wind and Fire, whatever you like, Bruce Hornsby, and dance around like a mad person. Have a laugh, you know, because that's what that's what this life's all about. It's not doom and gloom. I mean, you know. Right, that's true. That's a good point. You can, yeah. You've got to really step out of this matrix and have a laugh because if you don't allow it to affect you, it won't. I mean, yes, be informed, but... Uh, I'm seeing, you know, um, I went to, mm-hmm. I visited somebody, I've got to be very careful about this, but I visited somebody and uh, they're involved with this assembly stuff, whatever, and and it was, they get so obsessed with it. It's like, it's, that's unhealthy as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so much anger with what's going on. And I'm doing some, you know, you've got to just chill out because, you know, you add into the anger of the, of the general of the planet. So I think we've got to take a step back and think, well, we're doing stuff and, you know, it'll happen. You pace yourself, you know, don't get, you know, the ego too high, you know, just just yeah, be right. humble and do as right. much as you can. You know. Right, right. Well, isn't that the whole point of mass media, um, Chris, where they, they've got messages there, they're trying to brainwash us and get us in a fear, a spot of fear too. That's what they used to take, to, to violate people's free will and brainwash them and taking a shot program they didn't need and certainly oh, yeah. didn't plan on uh, getting injured or death from it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this is, I'm seeing, I mean, it's overwhelming, you know, with the healings, I'm seeing so much cancer with jab people. It's like unbelievable. Really? And wow. it, it's coming in weeks. I had one lady, we got rid of a cancer, and it was about, she died six months ago, mm-hmm. about four years before then. And then suddenly I got I got a call from the family. Oh, she's in his spot in the hospital. She's got end stage cancer. She, she took the jab about five weeks ago. I thought you've got to be kidding. This this woman, you know, super spiritual, bless her heart. Anyway, they said, can you do a healing? And anyway, I, I looked at her body. I thought, you know, you're not going to get out of this. The, the stuff had, the stuff's replicated so much, and the immune system's running about seventeen percent. So it's not going to fight anything. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I just blessed her, and you know. Um, it was too late, you know, so she passed next morning uh-huh. in the wow. lesser heart, you know, which, you know, but, but wow, her cancer had gone and suddenly you take the jab, it's back in weeks, you know, and it's happened a lot. And it's not just cancer like one place, it's riddled in the body, you know. So you can see that this, this thing's, you know, it's, it's, it's a bioweapon, of course, we know that, but yeah, right. But I think, I think it's yeah. worse than people think. A lot of doctors now are calling them triple cancers because they go from zero to fourth in a stage cancer within a matter of weeks. They've never oh, seen yeah. anything like it. It just, yeah. Well, it's the other thing. I mean, you know, you talk about transhumanism. I mean, if you get the jab, you're going to become transhuman. Um, right. Now, obviously, if you've got the placebo, you're lucky you got away with it. Right. So how right. do you know how does the jab work? We've studied this for 14 years, and you know, I'm not a scientist. So go consult your scientist if you want, but Mm-hmm. Uh, I have studied with two scientists and, you know, especially Dr. Hildy, woman's a genius. And, you know, the, the stuff that's in it is Morgellons particles. And I think, you know, what's happening is people, the scientists now are looking at it, what the heck's this stuff? Because they've never seen it before. You know what I mean? So they don't, they don't know what to look for. Like, is the thing emitting a frequency? Should we do a scan? And um, 
does it have the ability to grow by itself? You know, so what are these particles? Graphene oxide tubes, nanotubes, are basically based on carbon-60. They've got nylons bound to them, like nylon-36-33, nylon, nylon, I think, 3 as well. They've also got silicates bound to them. They've got beryllia, which is the stealth pathogen of lime bound to it. But the problem is when these scientists look, they might look on the surface, oh, let's just test the surface. Oh, it's graphene oxide, but it's not. It's a whole slew of things. And the tubes have the CMOS array, you know, complementary metal oxide array, you know, computer to transmit and receive frequency. And, of course, the, the tube is its own area. So you look at that, wow, you know, and, and so these things can grow. They can replicate. They're, well, how the heck do they replicate? Well, what do you need for growth? Carbon, carbon-60, which is graphene. You need water, oxygen, and, and warmth, and it's got all that in the body, so the stuff starts growing. Now, right. it, de- it depends on your immune response, how it grows. Certain right. aspects of it, like the nylons, can grow, and that's why people are getting ropes through their, you know, through their arteries. You know, you pull this big rope out, white thing, what the hell's that, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're getting freaked out. Oh, it's a clot. Well, it's not a clot. It's nylon, you know, and wow. it's grown through the body. Right, the, right. The, also, the things grow as well, so you get more of them. Certain other aspects like silicates can grow, so you can get like hexagon type things coming out of your skin. That you know, it's 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 crazy stuff. But also, it can transmit and receive frequency, so it can read your body. Like you know, did you have right. sex this morning? Is right. your heart right. rate up? What's your what's your you know what your neurons you know doing? And you know, it can read the whole thing. Right. So basically, it's putting right. your whole body and exposing it on the internet. You know, which is crazy. Right. Well, the um, there was a video that came out. Um, I was just looking for it now. It's it. Um, Spicer was sued by the Children's Health Defense Fund, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And during the litigation, uh, there was a whole bunch of studies that Pfizer had done, and it showed that there were 187 different diseases in their shots. 187. Exactly. And yeah. um, um, right, yeah. Um, at any rate, um, Pfizer wanted to keep that from the public for the next 75 years. And the yes. judge said, I'll say my own score words, bullshit. You've got a month to get it out. And they released it finally. And there's 187 different diseases within their compound. Now, why anybody who had a full 100% free will would ever take that, they wouldn't. But a lot of people are brainwashed. They, they, the mainstream media brainwashes people. Um, this oh, is yeah. why alternative media has become so popular. Um, you know, that's why my show now is a wide audience. People want the truth. You know, they're tired of getting lied, lied to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and like Eric Clapton, the other a uh, couple months ago, he said he would have, he got the shot, he would have, he got the Pfizer shot, he would have never taken it if he had known it was so bad because he had a whole tour set up for uh, the United States and Canada last fall, but he canceled it because he can't play much anymore can't write anymore. He's just not there. It's, it's screwed him all up. He's still alive, but I don't know how much longer, frankly. Um, and then... Well, uh, we have a protocol. We have a protocol to take it out, and I think that's one of the keys. And I, I think, again, uh-huh. by, under, by understanding how this works, uh-huh. people say, well, you know, use tea to detox. And, of course, it's got spike protein, all that stuff in, HIV right. and, you know, micro-inserts. And right. so you get all that stuff as well. But I'm more concerned about these particles because, of course, it's got CRISPR technology to damage the DNA to allow it to grow. Right. Think about, think about this. If, if that stuff grows through your tissue and you say, well, just detox it, 
but you can't because it's part of you. That's where the transhumanism is. Right. It becomes yeah. part of you. You know, you've got plastic in your muscles and tissues and, right. you know, these particles. Exactly. So if you try to detox it and rip it out, you bleed out, you know, so because it's part of your tissue. So what we have is um, what we have is a, a protocol where it works on timeline splitting. And one or two because that beings we can split a timeline. And why is that? Because I'd take it to the death. I wouldn't ever use it in history because we start splitting timelines in history. You're going to change the whole time space. But we do get permission to split the now future timeline. So the timeline you're on, for example, Ted, now, we mm-hmm. split it in two. So you've got a path of divine alignment, complete wellness, where all the particles and the graphene oxide and glycoethylene and spike protein, HIV, um, you know, lime. Uh, uh, HIV AIDS and Agent Orange is out of your body. And on this timeline, what we do is we lock those things, those particles, on a timeline to the sun. And all the, you know, things like this spirochete of, you know, the stealth pathogen of HIV AIDS, Agent Orange, Morgellons, um, all these things gets locked on the timeline to the sun. So as time separates, it separates it out of the body instead of ripping it out. So because it's on a different timeline. So as time okay. goes on, of course, wow. it separates it out. And stuff comes right. out. It's been incredible. Right. We've worked on 550 people. It is a 20-week program. Um, and it's It's got rid of it, you know. So, Fantastic. You know. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, and I've, I've not yeah. seen any scientist or doctor, you know, that I've seen be able to get rid of it because yeah. – because it's part of you, you know. So you know what I mean. It's in your tissue. It's grown in your brain. It's it's everywhere. So the whole what happens is, go ahead. Yeah. What what happens is, you know, slowly you'll find all you know the stuff comes out in droves. I mean, I know, I've right? had people who have the jab, yeah. and you know they get blisters and the stuff coming out, and you know, and yeah, right. it's it's right. incredible. Well, most most medical doctors, if you talk to them, or healthcare professionals, if you talk about them splitting the timeline and creating a different timeline so people get hit healing, that's you're talking about fifth, sixth dimensional or higher um, um, uh, healing techniques, and that's way beyond. They'll say, "What's a dimension?" Or you know, they don't even know because they're grounded. <laughs> they're grounded in third dimension. It's not a, they're they're limited. In other words, they want to do the best. They want to help their their patients, of course. They're not bad people. They just limited. That's no, all. they just they, they just don't know. They've got a tunnel vision. This is what I was taught. Right. It was exactly. interesting. Right. It was interesting because you know one day my brother had a bad back and I said I'm going to do some heart shock release. He goes, uh, "What's a heart shock?" You know. I said, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, don't worry about it. I'll just do it." You know, you might feel it, but you know, people are so shut down. It's it's just yeah. incredible. Uh, but you're right. You know, it's 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 off the charts. It's, it's very different dimensional aspects and by god it works you know it's, it's changed people's lives and but of course after it's nice just splitting the stuff out because of the CRISPR technology they've spliced genetics they've spliced uh, chromosomes out so right. Right. so what we do is invoke a dna change that takes 10 weeks and they go in the cell where life first began in the sacral point repair all the chromosomes connect all the helixes together and reset the dna back to the blueprint of the akashic records of when you were born so and then that goes to the cell. So, you know, that's, uh, the, you know we've had the immune come back up, uh, reset right. the DNA, jab's right. gone, good to go. You know, so. But it's a crazy world, though, if you think about it. <laughs> well, you were mentioning before about how um, 
the gray, I guess it's the grays and the reptiles, they've created a different pocket so that they can stay, still stay here. Isn't that evading cosmic law? Uh, and Gaia in the direction of the supreme being that ordered them out? Gaia doesn't want them anymore here. Um, no, Gaia doesn't want but I mean, I, I chaired the Galactic Federation with two other that beings, and it was decided that... The, and maybe... Is it against cosmic law? They're not really here. That's the problem. They're in a different dimension, but here. You know what I mean? If you if if I put you in a portal on on the you know right now, Ted, uh, and say right, you know, you've got to leave your radio show, but you know you're in a portal, so you're still you're still there, but not in the same same time space. You see what I mean? So they're very it, it's crafty, um, you know, because they were ordered off the planet. Maybe it should have been. Ordered off the planet and uh, don't come back in any other time space near this planet. But it wasn't. It, they well, were just ordered off the planet. So it, it's, you know. It's almost like a court case where they... It is like the small print. Like, well, you yeah. never told us not to come back in a portal. Oh, blimey. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's just... It's, all it is is a loophole for them to come back. That's all they're doing. I mean... Yeah, I think we're going to get back and, you know, because I've seen them in people's... The interesting thing is, you know, when you get portals, either the reptilian portals in your house or if you get like a grey portal, these beings never wash. They're stinky as anything. They smell like all gone off drain. So mm -hmm. I've had people go, you know, the living rooms, when I walk over the corner there, it smells like drain. And I've had the plumber in, couldn't get rid of it. Oh, no, that's a portal. <laughs> these things don't wash, you know. I always tell any of these negative beings, if you come in with you, for heaven's sake, have a shower because it's, it's terrible. <laughs> and they won't, but... Uh, Bless them, but you know it's 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 I've been pretty serious thing. with the Chris. Yeah, yeah it's I've bad. Heard, I've heard the same thing, actually. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen this year, Christopher? From from what what do your guides tell you? Well, I watch it. You know, I'll never give times, but fairly soon, I, I would say two three months. I've got a feeling things will really start to transition. If you look at the start, I mean, obviously the cabal are done with Biden, so you know they've set him up, or you know, he right. set himself up probably. He's right. out. Uh, what happens then? Um, you know, I think um, the the president will obviously change. I don't think Kamal Harris will get in, so it'll be the Speaker of the House. You know, uh, that'll be an improvement, and then I think I think things will go forward from there. I think I think everything's going to start breaking down. I I also think they're going to. The House will investigate the private West Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, and all this sort of thing, and find so much corruption. Because if they, if they, you know, yeah, if right. they leave where the money's gone, they're going to find it's oh, it's in their pockets, you know. So, I think there's going to be a whole host of things. Um, I don't think the banking system's going to crash quite yet. Um, is my opinion. I think that's going to be a while because I think this transition's got to happen first. So that'll probably be the back end next year. It's going to transition to a new system. Mm -hmm. but, but think about this, Toto. And, you know, the one thing that I'm, I stand back and think, hmm, is the fact that, you know, if the people are that easily programmed, what's to say it's not going to happen again in the future? You know, subtly, you know, can you get rid of all the cabal? And the answer is, I don't know, you know. And uh, and what sort of governmental instrument do you have in the future? Because this is not working, you know. Right. I mean, to me, for example, if we had a chief, you know, like like the Native American, so... We've got a chief of the United States, and then we've got a chief in each state, or something like that. You know, they're not paid; they just love their people. Uh, they want to do their best. Were they all perfect? Probably not. But you know, most of them, you know, they, they had a great, you know, a great understanding of the planet. But I think somehow we've got to get back to that sort of system. 
how it happens, I, I don't know. Hmm. Nostradamus has shown me the future according to his current timelines. And this is about 20, 30 years out. So it's a little ways out. Um, but uh, government will be a lot smaller because yeah. everyone will be in the higher dimension. They'll be able to communicate telepathically. They'll still have languages, but the main basis will just be telepathy. So we will all realize we're one. Uh, we won't eat as much. We can still eat if we choose, so choose. But for people who don't want to eat, they can live off the prawn of the universe, actually. Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. The kind of government will be a council form of government where people will be chosen on the basis of their spiritual qualities to help humanity. Um, and they won't be paid. Money will be, there'll be some left, but it won't be used like it is today. It, most things no. will be kind of like a barter system. Or, 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 you know, and, and it's difficult, I think, for many people on this planet right now, Chris, to visualize um, a, a society without money, but it is coming. Um, it is coming. And um, um, the, the, the people, there will not be uh, the need for like police forces the way we have them no. now and a military because most people will know how to act. Yeah. Um, and, and the negatives will have been driven off the planet, so they won't be allowed here anymore. And um, there will be a government, it'll be a much smaller government, and um, that we will be part of the Galactic Alliance of Interdimensional Free Worlds. And mm -hmm. we'll be exchanging ambassadors with these different benevolent civilizations. And if we do have a defense need from other um, uh, malevolent uh, uh, extraterrestrials, um, they will come to our aid. We'll have our own force, like we'll have our own space force, but we'll also be part of a large, much larger group. The Galactic yeah, yeah. Alliance I, I see that. Yeah, has like seven trillion entities, seven trillion souls, rather, um, and uh, 450 million planets, approximately. So we, we'll be part of a much larger I mean, We were supposed to go into this back in the 60s and late 60s and 70s. Under, mm. initially under President Kennedy and then followed by um, President Robert F. Kennedy, um, who was supposed to be our second president after President Kennedy. Um, that's what I've seen in our timelines. But it wasn't. It was taken over by Johnson and the Cabal, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, all these three-letter agencies, which are actually horrible. And yeah. uh, But their, their days are numbered now, and they are on their way out. No matter what they do, they can't stay any longer. And I think ultimately I'm looking at um, it's like a loophole. The grays, the negatives have found to stay here, but I got two years, two years, they'll be gone. That loophole will be shut down and the galactic well, what, will take care of it. Well, one of the instruments is helping that because, you know, I'm part, I'm part of this thing is, 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 is the pyramid project, you know, because think about this, that's going to raise the planet's vibration. You know, they're, they're not just pyramids, they're stargates. And you could actually travel from pyramid to pyramid, so you can go off planet with them. So sure. when they're here, the amount of energy is is profound. It's it's going to really help raise because at the moment, you know, the reason why the, I I think the planet's not raising is because you've got a ton of beings underneath it. You know, the reptilians and everything else. So the collective conscious being dragged down. So what will happen is that this will raise the vibration of the planet, and of course the uh, the people who are really spiritual will accelerate. And I think the men-elevent beings, the manipulators, like the reptilians and everything else, well, the greys hopefully will be off by then. Uh, but you know the um, the, um, the you know the Anunnaki, Draconians, and Luciferians, and all these, mm -hmm. they'll they'll actually this will force them to leave the planet. 
and their hybrids as well, which are in the government. So, so you're right. I see that disappearing, and I, I think by the time by the time that's done, I mean, you know, they've told me, you know, the Actuaries are building. They said it's probably going to take about nine years to really power up the planet, but. After two years, there's going to be such a difference. I think these beings are like, oh, we've got to get out of here. They're gone. Once they they're gone. Able, they won't be able to stay because the vibrations will be so high. They yeah, found, yeah. They found a, a little loophole where they can stay temporarily, but they're not going to stay yeah, long. No. Because we really do have the supreme being on our side, and sh- she's pushing people out. Now, guys, I mean, people don't realize she's a living, breathing being. And Absolutely. she can correct herself. And, you know, if we're upset that much, she can throw us off the surface, like gone, you know, or consumers, yeah. whatever. So right. I think right. I, I honor this planet. I think it's a beautiful planet. It is a beautiful planet. And we need to cherish her a lot more and take care of her than we do. Oh, yeah. I think the Beatles, had it, I think the Beatles had it right when they said the song, Let It Be. Um Back in, back in, back <laughs> in the early true. 70s. I mean, really, it's. I always thought there was a, a lot of true hidden meanings in that song about just leaving leaving the planet as it is. That'd and, be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's so important. Mother yeah. Mary, bless her. Well, she she was a because that being. She's actually in charge of the because that beings down here, of which mm-hmm. there's five of us. So she often talks to us, you know, and it's funny because she's so loving to a lot of people. To me, she said, well, you need to do this. You need to <laughs> get your head up. Do your nails. Do this. Chill with the berry. It's okay. Right. I'll do it. Right. So right. Bless her heart. Well, she's right. only sweet. She's only right. looking after me. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I, I look at the future in a very bright, beautiful future for all of us. I really oh, do. Oh, I do. I do, too. And, um, you know, uh, the the the... the the dark knows the light, but often the light doesn't know the dark. That's why people, no. um, in my show, I always try to, I, I, if there's threats out there, I like to talk, at least make people aware of them, not dwell on them, but just make people aware of it so they can avoid it. Because if, if, you, if you don't know what the dark's doing, you could be seduced by them, which, you know, has happened. Well, people all, well... You know, you look at the reptilians. I mean, the reptilians, the the, the reptilian energy is in all the um, streaming facilities. You know, it's it's all this pornography on, you know, on um, wherever it is, you know, porn sites. It's reptilian addictive energy. Now, the problem with the reptilian energy, it's so addictive, people struggle to get away from it. And it's really sad. I, I work with a lot of people who see the, you know, watch this stuff and, you know, and eventually once, you know, once you release and, you know, get the reptilian off them and, and get them to a higher vibration, they won't want to see it, you know. And it also desensitizes people as well. It's like, you know, the AI now. I mean, you know, people can buy a robot and it can be a lover and whatever. It can do the washing up. You know, who wants that? You know, because it's missing. It might have the best algorithms, but it'll never have love and sensitivity. It might have logic sensitivity. Uh, right. I love right. you. You know right. what? Right. You know, there what was that expression. There was a, a tell a story on Telegram a couple days ago, and I didn't save it, but I'll tell you briefly what it was. It was a, it was a guy in West Australia and no, no, on in Eastern Australia, Queensland, who couldn't find. Um, I guess his fiance had died or something, and he was lonely, so he bought a plastic doll. And was all and, and 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 over Christmas, I guess he took it to meet his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's like I wonder, a, I wonder how that went. Sanity. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, well, it's the same with the robot. He, he, you know, paid, 500, 
He paid over wow. five dollars for this plastic doll. Wow. Would so you like anything, a robot? It was it was like a robot, but it was like a plastic doll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, ne- you're never going to get true expression. <laughs> true. I mean, love is no algorithm will ever, um, right. you know, ever demonstrate love. You know, it doesn't matter right. how complex it is. Right. It right. might it might talk, you know, in a logical way about the expressions. So, yeah, really. It, was, it, was, know, but it, but it desensitizes people. Though. They lose they lose the whole thing of you know love between a man and a woman or whatever. Right. You know, it's just not right. 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 Well. Um, Jess, tell us about your healing center. That's really intriguing. Will that be set up where you are now? How, how and how will it work, Christopher? Will Will it be like a spiritual community? How, how do you envision it? Yeah, I can't tell you exactly. It's somewhere near here. Uh, of course, okay. if I tell you, they'll they'll go by the land because they know it's happening. Um, in fact, Musk mentioned it in something. You know, uh, uh-huh. I'm glad uh-huh. I'm not doing the pyramid project. I said, oh, I bet you are, but. But yeah. it's it's gonna okay. it's gonna be hundred thousand acres. So what we're doing is think about this, you know, if, if these pyramids just appear one morning, right. people are kinda kinda wanna gonna come and see them. I mean they will do instant right. healing. Right. Um they're activated by DNA, uh, so you know, I'll have to be there a lot of the time. Um and if they come and see them, like, you know, I mean imagine out of eight billion people, how many wanna see them per year? Probably two, three hundred million, who knows, you know, but there's going to be a lot of people, and you've got to put facilities in place to be able to get them in and out, you know, feed them. Um, you know, you're going to have to have a hospital there, five. It's going to be like a, a city, you know, a small city. But it's going to be built um, really beautifully. You know, I, I want it to be like, wow, you know, um, wow. Wow. off the charts with what modern materials, you know, free electric, you know, all, all the latest technology. Well, that's great. You know, there was a book written by Michael Scallion, uh, called 2012. It was written back and turned up, uh, must have been about 15, 20 years ago. And yeah. he talked about future settlements, Chris and Christopher. And in the settlements, they were these small dome-like structures, even in rural areas where they were totally self-sufficient. And there was yeah. another, uh, there was another uh, vision by Nostradamus. So I've talked about this, the same vision he had. But we're talking 30, 40 years out, sometime where that would be the kind of thing where people would be um, self-sufficient. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of jokes about Biden going around right now, but this is one. Um, I'll just uh, I'll I'll play it here for you if you like. It's a, it's yeah, a yeah. It's a joke he made about um, sucking children's blood. I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but it's a true it's a true thing. It's not a fake thing. I'll just I'll just play it and leave people's um, opinions to their own. Here we go. Hold on here. They got an ad. I got to get rid of it. Here you go. Why are people in the Republican Party who think we're sucking the blood out of kids? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, he said. He said. Uh, we know. Yeah, the reporters all gasped because they said that uh, Biden said, "Are are, are we are are the, is our Democrats sucking the blood out of little children?" And I thought, what a comment to make. Anyway, um, I wanted to share that with you, everybody. I think this government's going down, um, and the sooner the better for the country and the world. Frankly, it's a cabal government. He never won the elections, and. Um, People are getting sick and tired. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And what, oh, they are. 
That's it. It's enough, and it's good because it does awaken them. At least, at least, even if they're not really getting spiritual weight, at least they're getting awake enough and understanding that, that this manipulation is far and wide. You know, I mean, look at the food. Look at look at the air. You know, chemtrails, yeah. food. Yeah, it's yeah. full of nanobots. It's full of toxins. You know. Um, you know, taxes, everything, you know, everything's there for stress or trying to contaminate your body. A couple so. months ago, a couple months ago, my friend, the Australian government um, has now forced farmers in um, in Australia to inject their cattle with the mRNA vaccine. And now oh. it, under Biden, they're doing it starting at this month. So I want people to check the chicken and the beef by only organic. Um, and also, too, what you can do, you can take a... Um, a magnet and put it next to the meat. And if the magnet sticks, that means it's got um, na- um, graphene and nanobots in it. And don't eat it. Yeah. Stay away from yeah, it. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. We, we actually, I mean, I'd encourage everybody to try and, you know, use, I mean, we have an Amish community. And in fact, the Amish, I don't even know. Oh, Amish are great acres. people. Yeah. We're building, we're building it. I love them. I mean, you know, yeah, they're great they're, people. I've got the yeah. whole family. There's about 12 of them. They're always smiling. You uh-huh. know, they're always happy, you know, they've got a glow about them, like peace, you know. Right. But, yeah. but we always buy the meat from, you know, the architect who's doing it, he was best friends with these Amish people, and he's the architect and, like, project manager, and, and the rest of them do the work, and so does he. And uh, they're doing a great job. But we, we bought, you know, like a cow from them, a whole cow, and, you know, I'll, I'll only ever eat that meat, you know, I won't eat anything else. Mm-hmm. Holy so, cow. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's important... I'd encourage everybody and start growing your own veg because they, you know, they they can put right. these particles in in the vegetables, in the peppers, in the tomato. Well, they're in there anyway because of the chemtrails. So right. I'm not trying to alarm anybody, but you know, I think we've got to be more vigilant about what we're putting in our bodies. And I think the other thing is the prayer. You know, the map of intent. You know, we have one on a website and we've tested it. Uh, we've tested whether it gets rid of this stuff. We've tested about the nutritional value and the taste changes. So if you do the prayer, you know, put your put your hands around the plate of food, focus mm-hmm. on it, and then it basically says, I am of God, I ground myself in the earth. Dear God, I command you to remove any modifications that are not of God, optimize right. the vibration of food, uh, right. and bless the souls of the animals and the plants that allowed our body nutrition, and we thank you, God, send you unconditional love, so be it. That will change the whole taste of the food, you know. Right. Because even if you, even if you go to a store tent and you say, "Well, I want you know organic," and you know, you don't know whether people sadly in the world lie. And well, let's just oh, stick the, some of this in the organic bit. You never know, do you? You know, the Biden administration has allowed China to label foods as organic now from the People's Republic. So even if it says, "Yeah, that happened last year." So even right. if it says organic, if it says made in China, think twice, my friends. I'm not saying that the products are bad, but they could be. Um, there was a big scandal about two years ago with dog food uh, coming from China. And the dog food itself was poisonous to a lot of dogs, and dogs died as a result. There was a big outcry about that. So I haven't followed the story since that time, but that, I do remember that happened about two years ago. Yeah. No, that's crazy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But, you know, I think... Um... I think we're on the right timeline. It's going to take some time. We do need these pyramids here. So, you know, if everyone can pray that we do these pyramids, because this, these pyramids are for humanity. They're not for me or they're for all of us, you know. And I think it's really, really going to help the planet. Yeah. When you talk to people about this, oh, yeah, this guy's off his head. Let's see. Well, you know, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, um, something yeah. needs to change because without them, we will not reach that precipice because of the reptilian element dragging the collective down. 
So we need some instrument to bifurcate the reptilians away from the planet, you know, and this is it. So we're working on it. Oh, that's good. That's great, Chris. Um, People can also make what what I call a Nubian pyramid. It's it's a certain, it's like, there's a Russian pyramid and then there's a Nubian pyramid. I don't remember all the differences, but I think the Nubian pyramid is like at a certain degree. It's 45 angle or 30 degree angle. comes down from the top and the kits cost only about 35, 40 bucks on eBay. And there are small plastic fittings. You can either get plastic type or, or copper uh, copper tubing. And you make a pyramid out of it this way. And if you put like water underneath it for 48 hours, it raises the vibration. It's very healthy for you. Um, you can also take old shavers um, and put it underneath the pyramid and the, the, it'll, it'll, um, the, 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 um, it'll make them sharp again or knives sharp again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it does. We we built them in the past, actually. And, really? I mean, one of my friends, one of my yeah, I, I built my copper. It is incredible, actually. I, I would recommend people do that. Yeah, because you know fun. the water, the water tastes alive. It doesn't taste like dead water. Right, right. And that's why I, I think I think for me tap water, I, I don't like it at all. I mean, I've got milk here, by the way, so yeah, it's not yeah. any. Well, it's just milk. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. I'm always worried about water because it just to me, if if I don't like something there's something wrong with it you know what i mean and, and it means it's right. dead you know it's right. just it's got no vibration whatsoever but if you re- i mean you can even drive we've got a again a prayer you know a map of intent uh right. for revibrating water optimize the vibration you know so i've 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 encouraged people to look at the website you know and i think i think we've got to start doing this thing with this with our food because you know you never know what's in it you know even if you're buying vegetables from the store it's got nanotech it's got something in it you know pesticides, yeah. everything else. And I think it's right. worth, if you do that map of intent, they will remove it. At least you're getting clean food, you know, so. Right, right, right. They're all on the website. Bless your heart. Yeah. Well, good, good. What's your website again, uh, Christopher? It's uh, globalenlightenmentproject.com. Okay. Globalenlightenmentproject.com. Okay. Great, great, great. Well, um you know, you do great. You do great work, and I'm I'm so happy to have you on today. Um, uh, tell us some more stories too about um, what other kind of healings have you been able to do to help people out. Well, um, lately, I, actually, the last two days, I had some people dying, and you believe it or not, you know, I set them oh, up, and and uh, because of the well, they were dying, but they didn't die. They'd suddenly turned around. I set them up for 24 hours, and really did an intense healing. Tachinizing, uh-huh. you know, infections and different things, and they come uh-huh. out of it. And one guy was in ICU, and he's he's gone home today, and that's like a day and a half oh, ago. Isn't so that's that pretty wonderful. Good. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, I'm also healing this. Remember last time, Ted? It was way bigger. Yes, I do remember that, right, my friend? So what I wanted to do is I went for a scan, and uh, it showed it's a cyst, which I knew, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on, on around the parotid gland. So okay, and um, and then I got a lady. Uh, she was a uh, a pathologist to, you know, under a, you know, um, a local scan, she, she put a needle in and expressed it. She got 32 cc's of fluid out of it, you know, which looked, wow. anyway, I re- what happened is seven, I think it's seven years ago, six years ago. Again, I've lost t- track of time. I was in LA at the conscious life expo in that, um, Hilton hotel and I got dusted with a bioweapon. I got really sick. Okay. And then, really? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Really, really sick. Are you and targeted like, Matt, then? Oh yeah, temperature 104. Could hardly breathe, and and I managed to do the speech. I don't know why I did. And then the rest of the time, I was in lying in bed. So I was working on myself and got it better. But then what happened is, 
Now, bioweapons, I don't you know, have normally have like uh, a bacteria, and this was two malaria from rats. It's very, very, uh, you know, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Then it had a binding agent to bind it to the cell, so it really gets in your body. Oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. And then it had a, a solvent. Um, I've got the names of them, but, you know, they're not here, but mm-hmm. it had a solvent because mm-hmm. I did a tox- toxicology report. Right. So the solvent was bang- banned after 1960 in paints because it, it delivers through the skin uh, right. so well. Mm-hmm. And so that was the solvent band. And she goes, have you ever been in a paint shot? No. And, and she looked at all the things. She said, this is a bioweapon, you know, because the solvent delivers it. You know, the binding agent binds it to cells. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it was really big. So I, I've been, you know, working on it, psychic surgery, breaking it down. The problem is because it's so toxic inside, it kind of makes me nauseous and I throw up sometimes. And well, let's so, let's do know, a mo- let's do a moment of of group prayer for Christopher. <laughs> and, you know, it'll help. Yeah. I want everyone to send for love and light to him for his neck, and visualize him um, getting getting better. I did that with some intention experiments about a year or two with Fukushima, and it really did help clean up. Oh, the it really helps. Here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'd like to do that for Christopher now, and. Um, yeah, everyone's sending him some some love and light. Um, yeah, and I do see it going away and and feeling better. Yeah, you feel that energy for everyone listening today. I think it's, I do. I'm get I'm getting hot. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it is it is helping in a in a positive way. Well, well it's but, actually about seventy percent smaller than it was. You know, so it's doing great. You know, it's, it's only a little bit now. Yeah. So. I had I had thought about going to the Conscious Life Expo next month in L.A. I have been going there since seventeen. But I kept getting a no because they would try to uh, eliminate me um, there. So I, was, I, I got the same, Ted. I, I actually paid for the advert, everything else, and I, saw, I told Donna, I'm not going. Really? You know, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we canceled it because I said, do I, do I see it safe? Uh, no. Okay, well, we're not going. Okay. So what we're doing is actually I'm still doing the, the talk, but uh, we're doing it over, like, you know, stream on a Okay, on a well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Would you, Better would you than nothing. Would you like to give a presentation at my conference in March, Galactic Wisdom Conference? Yeah, I would do, actually. Yeah. Okay. Can we do it? Do I have to be live or can we do it over? Is it over Zoom or? It's over Zoom. Let's just do it live. or pre- Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, love to. we'll do it then. We'll do it. We'll this do it, Ted. March, March 18th and 19th. That'd be great. Love to have you on, my friend. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, bless you. That'd be great. So how are you doing? Are you doing okay? I'm a fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I've had, I've had threats in my life now since the last year and a half, two years. And, um, but I'm okay. I, I hardly go anywhere. Um, I don't fly anywhere. I don't drive anywhere. I'm very well protected by my Pleiadian friends. That would be me. (laughs) We don't go out to restaurants. Yeah. I, I, I think because you're doing this work and because they're getting more upset, you know, I think you have to stay where you feel safe. I feel, yeah, I feel safe. Yeah. 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 and they, they also, my guides tell me of any, of any, um, threats. So I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. Well, they tell me as well. I mean, in our last house, before we left there, I got an overwhelming feeling like, oh, the FBI are within two miles here. They're looking at stuff. So and we have a top military guy, uh, you know, because of the, because of getting this money, it's, it's not, you can't just go and do it as a, you know, standard person. I mean, I've got a top banker. Uh-huh. Uh, a top mili- military guy who's uh, cleared top secret, you know, he's uh-huh. in contact with the White House. So it's right. all happening. So so we phoned okay. him up and said, I said to him, I said, um, the FBI are around, I can feel them, you know. And he goes, oh, well, let me make some phone calls. Yeah, they're, they're, they're checking you're not a cult, you know. I was, oh, okay. 
So he said, leave it seven days and I'll I'll see what they're doing. So he left it seven days and, nah, he's all right, you know, so they left us alone. But I can feel that any agencies around, I can feel it within two or three miles. Mm, yeah, somebody, somebody's yeah. around messing. Right. So. You, to be, you have to be careful, my friend. I wanted to share something with you. Um, I've been doing some promos for these people. They seem like a really good company. Cardio Miracle, have you heard about it? It's for shedding and for your heart. If people take in the jab, it's got a bunch of great stuff, and it's all all natural, and people have been able it to It all help. helps. Yeah, but it all helps yeah. with a lot. Yeah, so you go to www.cardiomiracle, and if you want a discount, put in out of this world. But I'm not doing it so much for that today, but I just wanted to show it to you because you're into alternative Absolutely. health. Absolutely. <laughs> it has helped people. I have friends who took it, and they really like it. So anyway. That's great. Yeah. And I think sometimes you need supplements because the other thing about this, though, Ted, is it, a lot of people haven't, well, there's digestive issues. There's two types of, right. one is where people don't feel like food. And, they, well, and it's the same with me, like, what do I want to eat for dinner tonight? And do I want like spaghetti bolognese? No. Do I want pizza? No. And, you know, and then suddenly you'll come across, I just want an egg and bacon sandwich or an eggs or something. That'll hit the spot and you eat it and it hits the spot. Tomorrow, you know, the next day, you think, well, maybe a egg sandwich. Oh no, you know. Oh, and if you if if you, you eat it, yeah. it actually doesn't settle well, you know. So our bodies right. are really right. shifted. Right. They're going through a trans- right. transformation. Right. right. Or you may get a message that you want a fish milkshake. You never know. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sorry, fish milkshake. Actually, when I first heard of um, um, peanut j- jelly sandwich, I thought, "Whoa!" And I, actually, they taste. <laughs> o- I tried one; they taste okay, you know. But being British, of course, oh no, you know. So, but, but the other thing about it is this: you know, I think because as human beings, and you know, you're an empath. I'm, you know, all all the starseed people who are, of which there's something like four hundred thousand ish. You know, there's a lot of them are empaths. So they're ingesting way too much emotion. So you get hundreds of thousands of layers. And I think what happens, it bleeds into low intestine. Right. Kind of paralyzes it. So when you eat, it gets further down, it backs up, you get IBS, you get blah, you know, you feel nauseous and things. And, you know, a lot of people have big digestive issues. And we help with that because we've got we've got a kind of fast track method of getting rid of the emotion. How's that? Well, say you've got a hundred thousand layers, you know, we would you'd never get rid of it in this lifetime. So what they do is they go in and they look for your biggest emotion affecting you right now in those layers and pull that out because it's energetic. So that releases that. And then the next one. So, you know, we we help with that to very quickly release a lot of emotion, you know, um, by effectively, in quote, psychic surgery. But it really works. It really helps. <laughs> but um, during the Atlantean times, there was meditations of millions of people, and they were really able to help the planet and their civilization too. But- oh, yeah. Like this civilization, some members of this civilization, they took a wrong turn, went into negativity, uh, went down the path of control and tried, ended up destroying the planet with, with nuclear weapons and crystal technology. And this yeah. is what we're trying to do now again. I don't see it happening, but we've all got to stand up to this nonsense. I don't know anybody personally, Christopher, who wants a war with Russia over the Ukraine. Nobody I know. This the whole thing no. is insane. <laughs> well, they money. blame Putin for everything, you know, and... I mean, even my father said, oh, Zelensky loves his country. He's part of the cabal, you know, he's just money laundering. It's money laundering back to the Democratic Party. That's all it is. And God knows, we've sent $100 billion of taxpayer money to the Ukraine, and we don't even know where it's gone. Well, we do know some of it. Some went into the elections 
fraudulent elections in this country, which are is an insult. We don't even have control over our own government now because they're all everything's gerrymandered. Look at the election in Arizona. I mean, that the whole thing is fake. Biden was fake. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But I think I think when when they start uh, looking at you know where this money's gone, they'll trace it back. And I think that if if you got rid of the private Western Australia Bank owned by the Rothschilds, linked to England, whatever, I right. think that whole thing you know it would be completely different. Mm-hmm. Like I say, Ted, I, I agree with you. In th- you know, in twenty thirty years, this will be completely different. You won't yeah, even worry right. about money. You'll have no stress because, and that's what caught. It's the emotion that causes the illness. It's oh. the emotion that causes. Almost everything, depression, because when your vibration drops, entities attached to you, you know, right, you go with exactly. depression because they're sending you negative thoughts. You know, it's all, right. um, I think it'll be a beautiful time then. Yeah, it is. And that's what we're headed for. But we have to do the work now to yeah. create that beautiful future because nobody's going to hand us a beautiful future on a platter. We have to do the work ourselves, actually. Oh, yeah. And I think people have to do the work themselves to take that power back, you know, because mm-hmm. everyone's a powerful being, like, incredible, you know, and, and people say, well, how do you mean I'm incredible? You're incredible, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, and this is this is an interesting thing, sometimes I say to people, look, if you don't think you're incredible, I want you to, tomorrow morning, go to the bathroom, get a full-length mirror, take all your clothes off, and I don't want you to leave for 30 minutes. And I want you to look at your whole body and think about every single bit, what it actually does. When you do that, you think, wow, this thing that I'm sitting in, you know, this vehicle, this meat suit, whatever you want to call it, is it's just incredible what it does, you know. Yeah, it is. And the amount mm-hmm. functions and even look at the immune system. I mean, you know, the, the thing doesn't need all this jab and nonsense. It can look after itself, you know. Mm-hmm. It is an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. I'd really encourage people to do that because – You'll be blown away, but it takes about 30 minutes, you know, because you've got to think of what's the brain doing. Okay, what's the muscles, you know, the skull, you know, and then your neck and, the, mm-hmm. you know, look at the vascular system, look at everything, you know, uh, mm-hmm. reproductive, look at everything, you know, your knees, look at the joints, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an incredible instrument. I think people don't realize. And you can do incredible things sitting in this vehicle if, if your vibrations are really high, you know. It's, it's, benevolent, it's amazing. benevolent ET cause calls uh, humans here genetic royalty because we've been tinkered with 20 by 22 other star nations for the last several million years, many millions of years. And uh, we have tremendous capabilities and we're starting to wake up and our DNA is starting to, to open up and wake up as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I think what will well happen is we'll really accelerate and really evolve, you know, Mm-hmm. I mean, at the moment, I think, you know, the problem we've got is that this technology came, you know, the Greys gave us this technology, the nano stuff, and I think it's way too early, and we're not evolved enough to be able to use it in a positive manner. So, of course... They've used uh, it for control. Yeah, they've used it for control, depopulization, whatever you want. Absolutely. Right. And kill us, so... Anyway, because they want the planet for their own. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and- I think... I think one of the plans was at one point is that the reptilians want to come up because, you know, they've been fed down below by the government, children, whatever, you know, and they wanted to bring them up, you know, on the planet, but there's too much oxygen. That's why Gates and his team wanted to spew a load of stuff and, you know, uh, blank out the sun with this, in quotes, global warming that's cooling off, but never mind. And I think they wanted to uh, reduce the oxygen so the reptilians could actually live on top of the planet. That's um, correct. That's correct. Yeah. Right now, there's too much oxygen in our atmosphere 
for yeah. the reptiles to live here. That's why they've been spraying as many chemicals. It's amazing to me. I've gone outside sometimes, and you know, you see the chemtrails spraying, um, and you point it out to people, um, and a lot of them think you're crazy. And I said, look, just look at it. What do you think they're doing? You know? Yeah. Why? Why is it spreading out? You know. If it was a gas turbine, if it was just, you know, vapour, it would just disappear in right. a minute, two. But but they, they spread out, you know. And, and I mean, in England, they're spraying. I mean, people are getting really sick in England. There's been a couple of states here where they're sprayed, where people got a massive rash one day, you know. And right. so, you know, we, we right. see all this. And it's 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 got it's got these particles in it, you know, these nanoparticles. It's got brilliant in it. You know, it's got all, all the other, you know, toxins. Amazing, you know. Right. Right. they've got away hopefully they'll stop it you know but again you know don't get don't get angry about it we have a prayer again a map of intent and we've actually done it all over the world and you know if you look at them and do the prayer you know it converts it into just water vapor and it's so funny because what happens well, is about five miles around you it clears them and then the rest of them are still <laughs> so if everybody did it yeah. You could fall about laughing at the cabal saying you spend these billions and billions of dollars putting this stuff in and we're just neutralizing it. For it the, does work. The, so again, chemtrail prayer. It, it's on the website. For over for over 15 years, um, the negatives um, have been uh, blasting Mount Shasta, beautiful Mount Shasta, with tons of tons and tons of chemicals. And to the point nowadays that the aluminum particulate matter around Shasta is 10,000 times higher than it should be 10,000 times. Wow. I was told a couple of years ago that if Mount Shasta was at the U.S. Department of Labor uh, work site, nobody would be allowed to live there or even be in the town because it's hazardous. Ha- absolutely. Yeah. Hazardous. Now, wow. Galactics can clean that up. And thank you for your prayers because that can help clean it up as well. But that's what they've done to that area. And they've also done that's it. Really sad. The, the adjoining county, Shasta County below, Siskiyou County, and some of the other counties around. It's very, very high toxicity. It's not healthy to be there. No. Um, but oh, Well, that's why I'm here. I think in, in Missouri, where we are, you know, you get a few chemtrails, but no one's interested because there's not a massive, you know, population or there's not. Right. You know, it's just it's just in the middle of nowhere. They're not bothered right. with that. They're bothered with big cities or maybe right. places where people are getting spiritually awakened. But it's sad, you know, to see the destruction. But but it will, you know, Gaia will clean it up real fast, you know, if they stop spraying it, it, I think. It will. That would be something for my, to ask my um, galactic friends about, what each of it. I know that a couple of years ago, I did an experiment where everyone did prayers to clean up Fukushima. And it goes like this. You say, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Um, um, water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And you say that over and over again, and you send that energy like to Fukushima. We could even do it now. Just repeat it after me, everyone. Um, you say, water, we're sorry. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, please forgive us. Water, we thank you. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. And water, we love you. Let's do it twice more. Water, we're sorry. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, please forgive us. Water, we thank you. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. And water, we love you. And one more time, uh, water, we're sorry. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, please forgive us. Water, we, uh, we thank you. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. And water, we love you. And um, Last year, or a couple of years ago, I was doing that as an experiment for Fukushima. We decreased the radiation by 90% doing that. That's great. And I had a scientist check it out, and she said, you're right. 
but for our instruments. Wow. And so we have a very, we have a very powerful mind and we can make the world a better place. And that's why your, your work's important too. Um, I'll be with you. We've only got a couple minutes left now. I'll be with you on February um, 1st at, um, I guess, noon Pacific, 2 p.m. Central. Is that right? Okay, great. Great. Well, I'll talk about the the links and everything, um, you know, next time. And yeah, uh, oh, bless you, Todd. I love you. Really appreciate you. Great to have you, and I look forward to seeing you at my conference in March. Um, uh, Out of This World Radio as a nonprofit listener-supported station. If you'd like to support us, just go to the BBS website. I think they it's like $2.99 a month or whatever you want to contribute. Or you can go to my other website at outofthisworld1150.com and donate whatever you'd like. I also give spiritual readings. I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side and, and their angels. And if you're interested, just... Just go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, or send me an email to outofthisworld1150 uh, at gmail.com. I want to thank you, Chris, for being on today, and Don and Doug for all your fantastic help. And thank you again so much for, for making this world a better a better place, Chris. Really appreciate it. Well, Ted, uh, th- I want to thank you as well. You're amazing. Bless you. Okay. Thank you, my friends. All right. We'll talk off air. I'll, I'll give you a call. Okay. Bless you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much again, Chris, and, and Don and Doug for your fantastic help. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care.